Yes, sir. It's time to crank up the big, the bottom, and the boom. Shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We're the sports brew. And have no fear. We have not disbanded. We were just taking a little break. It's like Rachel and Ross, man. <laughs> we're just taking a break. <laughs> Old school reference for some people. Uh, that and don't worry, this was not the second round of the NHL playoffs. We're not going all Washington Capitals and just disappearing. That one's for you, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, too soon? <laughs> Strange silence from D Stud over there. Anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody in here, man. Uh, since I already threw him under the bus, or threw the caps right out of the right under the bus, out of the gate. Let's go ahead and get old D-Stead in here, man. You ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, three, brewing fun, baby. Woo! Woo! Nice. I'm a fan, dude. It's good to hear the woo, man. It's been a little while, man. It's been a minute, as they say. Because yeah. our last podcast was uh, you know, raising glass to Kobe Bryant. Dude, that's a pretty big gap of time. We have all kinds of NHL stuff. NFL draft happened, offseason stuff happened, Josh Norman's a redskin, the Spurs got eliminated, you know, I mean, Steph Curry got hurt and then came back, I mean, we have like 10 tons of content, Prince died, you know, I mean, it's been insane, Bartolo Colon hit a freaking home run, I mean, it's been a, it's been uh, a, Josh Gordon probably failed like five drug tests in between that time, so, yeah, I mean, pfft, uh, so much stuff has gone on, and it's just, it's been a lot, it's been a lot happening, man, it's been a lot happening. So, but that's okay. Well, I tell you what, man, we need to, you know, really tonight our goal is just to have a good time, catch up on a couple of things, spend a little time with the NBA playoffs. And quite frankly, I was really thirsty. This is like a thirsty Thursday. I needed some beers. I needed, you know, a mixed drink and I needed some brew, which meant I needed some bros. Okay. So here we are and we're going to, we're going to get on this thing, man. We can all get behind that. Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh, we'll even drop a little love for the Twitter Terminator. What's going on, Shannon McGuffin? Oh, man, it's good to be back on here tonight. Yeah, dude. It's been too long. I'm telling you. People have been missing the uh, Sports Group podcast more than you're probably missing sugar, dairy, and whatever the hell else you've given up (laughs) doing your detox or 30-day diet or whatever the heck Uh, this thing is, man. Yeah, Whole30, man. It's it's not for the faint of heart. I wouldn't think so. Were you, inspi- were you inspired by, like, Kevin Smith? What happened, man? <laughs> Dude, we went and saw Kevin Smith on our freaking <laughs> I know. time off. And I by mean, the way, anybody, if you, get the, if you get the opportunity to go see that guy like in one of those evening with, evenings with Kevin Smith, do it, man. Very entertaining. Yeah, if you don't like salty language, you're going to hear a lot of F-bombs mixed in with the dialogue. However, very, very insightful, very entertaining, very funny. Uh, very interesting guy. Uh, most people, uh, if nothing else, they're going to know him for clerks. But there's a lot more to the story and to the conversation than that. Some of it is just how how you pursue your dream, right, and how you do things, how you go after it. So very fascinating. Uh, uh, certainly, Shannon, thanks, by the way, for the invite to that. Uh, I super enjoyed that. We had a good time, and we certainly crushed our fair share of beverages <laughs> along the kind of It was kind of, kind of, kind of brutal for me is, is – uh, I think in like two weekends, there's a, a DC, basically DC Comic Con called Awesome Con, mm-hmm. and he, he's gonna be there, and he'll be you know talking, um, but but like tickets to go see him to just like to his you know talking thing are like twenty five, but you also have to have tickets to the you know Awesome Con, which are like 
40 I think, for the cheapest. So, so yeah, 65, 65 total. Five, that's tough. Uh, borderline. I would love to see him. I would love to hear him talk. Uh, but uh, I don't know if I can. I well, don't know if there's enough, enough else there that would like really, really excite yeah. me that it's quite worth it for me. That's a little tricky. I mean, I, I would think if you were interested in the bigger event as well, that would work out. Right. Uh, 65 a pop is probably a bit steep. Depends on the amount of time. Uh, Shannon, correct me if I'm wrong, but the evening with Kevin Smith at the National was three hours? At least. And he answered, wow. I think, Four questions, maybe five. <laughs> First question he answered in two hours. In two hours. What was great, though? What was great, man? He was like, look, there's mics out in the audience, and you know, all of y'all going to jump up and get in line. He's like, don't. <laughs> As he, you think we're going to get through like a whole bunch of questions? We'll probably get through four or five. I'm telling you, I talk a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, I relate to this guy. <laughs> um <laughs> All kidding aside, all kidding aside. I mean, people, you know, people sat on the uh, Shannon. We were in the second row, yeah, I think. Second row. Uh, and there was a mic within, I don't know, ten feet of us. And you, it, it, you know, once they were getting ready to, to have people come up, but dude, people that were just jumping out of their seats trying to get in there. And there were people that sat for like for real two and a half hours, and finally were like, "Yeah, it's not happening." <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my <laughs> actual regular seat. So tough sledding, but uh, very fascinating. Uh, talked a lot about Tusk, which I've never seen that movie, but it was really about uh, finding a way to make things. And it was, could he get that movie made, which he did. And there's a lot of backstory with that. But he talked a lot about his family, talked a lot about creative processes, and talked a lot about you know pursuing your dreams uh, and things of that sort. And he actually wrapped up the evening. Um, one of the things that he really advocated for was actually podcasts. Which I thought was interesting. Now, granted, we've been doing a sports brew in some way, shape, or form since roughly 2011. Uh, although I think its inception is before that, but we didn't really do it very seriously. And you know what I mean? And we didn't really right. get going until about 2011. We've had a lot of fun with it. Um, I've certainly appreciated all the time I've gotten to share with you guys. And we have had some ridiculousness. The Dong Show goes down in the... I mean, th that's like an all-time episode of stupidity. If you need a laugh, that's one. Look that one up if you've never Double heard dong. it. Yeah, the, that the the like I said, the dong show. That's a great one. Uh, and th there's a lot of stuff. But I mean, it, you know, the point was find a way to have a voice, right? Find a way to have a voice. And this was one of the lowest barriers, like from a cost standpoint, uh, barriers of entry, things of that. Uh, nature where it, it you know you want to be able to express yourself and have a, a, a creative outlet have a voice and share well this is one of the ways you can do it and we've been doing it for a while love it um it's been a little bit tough this last month some of that's on me obviously but that's just the nature of my wife's third trimester and w I, we've been doing a lot of house projects and trying to you know just get traction on some things and then having a two-year-old on top of it so had just been wrangling with a lot been busy at work and if you want to hate on the sports brew for kind of being on the semi-sabbatical for a month, go ahead. Uh, we haven't gone anywhere. We're still here. We're still alive. We're still kicking. Um, we're just not hanging out with Tunsil and Gas Masks. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> hey, speak not, for yourselves. Hey, well, you know, Mar Mark, you are in D.C. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I've extended an invite to him. Let's see if he comes. Him, him and, uh, and Nada. Oh, man. Haloti Nada is never taking you up on the case race challenge. I'm know, so man. disappointed, I man. I inviting him. One, one, one of them will take me up on it. Or maybe both of them. Maybe, maybe, probably, uh, if anybody does, probably Tunsil. Just slide some cash in his direct. You can probably borrow some like from that. Ole Miss. <laughs> like 
<laughs> and you'll be okay. <laughs> Me and Thompson will get a little high. Then not a will plow through a couple of pieces. Yeah, see? Then we'll, we'll do our case race. There, I'm feeling it, man. By or the maybe, way. Maybe we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe me and Nod will go after that like 20,000 calorie burger or something yeah. like that. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Scary. Uh, one other thing. In case you hadn't seen this yet, and I just saw this stuff, obviously there's some news floating around with Rage Against the Machine. And uh, one thing I saw is that um, this was on XL102. They had a, a post about this, and obviously it's on other outlets too. But Raging Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill are forming a supergroup. Always love that term. Uh, but I'm like, dude, Prophets of Rage, what is that collaboration going to be? Wow. Yeah, I saw no, that. No, no, no Zach, which I kind of expected, but eh. That should be fun. Do you think he plays Trumps of, what was it, Trump of Rage? What was that card game? Is that what it is? Oh, Trump, Trump against Trump, 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 against Trump against humanity. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's fantastic. I, I, is that a real game, by the way? Trump against uh, humanity. Is that real, or was that just a spoof? Game, but I mean, it's basically, but it, it exists. I mean, they really created that. It's called the election. It's <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. That's pretty funny. Nice, nice job, Shannon. But uh, dude, I'm I'm super stoked. I I was really excited if there was going to be like some new rage material, but. Uh, that kind of combo of things could be really interesting. They're performing, uh, they're performing together in, in uh, California, like right around the um, one of the conventions. So. Nice. Well, you know that 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 I hope that's one that has like some kind of internet stream because I'd love to be able to see, sure. um, just to just kind of absorb the content on that. You know, Raging is a machine, man. I, I've seen them live a couple times. If you've never seen, that's one of those bands that have you ever seen them live, Mark? No, I'll, I'll take I'll take your your uh, middle finger salute there. That's not a, that's not a Bernie bird. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, I'll take that one finger salute as a, no. You've never seen Rage Against Machine live. Fun live show. Sure. Fun live show. Um, now, granted, you know they were huge when I was in high school. That was the very old school kind of Rage Against Machine, but very very fun live show. I'm glad I've seen them. And I would totally advocate, man, if, if you just enjoy the music, even if you're not so into the messages, but you just enjoy the music, dude, go go catch them and have fun with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I was a little too young when they were like... Really uh, I know. Well, you're, you're 21 or 22, I, yeah. I, I came on to them later. It's kind of like a nostalgia thing. I'm going back. Really? You might want to keep that to yourself there. That's a little... <laughs> anyway. What, you Superman? No, never mind. <laughs> hey, come on now. Hey, whoa. Anyway, well, we have another... So, what? Go ahead. So check this out yeah yeah so while we were gone of course josh norman gets cut redskins sign him on friday guess who calls me on monday who dan snyder yeah yeah <laughs> what is- looking for money to pay that man <laughs> dude i gotta you wanna t- buy redskins season tickets <laughs> yeah oh man look uh we're, we're not gonna spend a ton of time on on football i mean we'll dance around some stuff with it um i was a little bit on the fence about the norman signing uh, out of the gate, only because it's like oh, people are like, "Oh, he's a cover corner. He doesn't do man." But look, here's the deal: um, the scheme that they run in uh, with the Redskins, <laughs> Mike Florio, the Redskins, not the Washington. <laughs> it suits him anyway, right? Is it a lot of money? Yeah, it is. It is. It is a lot of money to pay. But that's a team that should be trending up. Obviously, you can make the case and the, the argument, and some people will that the NFC East is weak. That's fine. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is, but I like the direction that the, that the team is going. Um, I like the commitment to Kirk Cousins. Sorry, Baldwin. Uh, er, Barfwin. Um, happy birthday. I still like how it was his birthday, and like so many people threw Kirk Cousins jokes at that guy. <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was so funny, man. Um, 
And it, if I, I do mean it, you know, I, I meant it. If Kirk Cousins, you know, takes an inadvertent knee again at any any point in the duration of his career, that shall henceforth be known as bald winning. There's just no no way around that. Um, but you know, I like well, to. Com- wouldn't bald winning be like uh, Cousins listening to Creed in the locker room? Well, it, <laughs> technically that's true. <laughs> technically that's true. But you know what, Donovan McNabb knows about barf winning. Right. Oh, <laughs> see what you did. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Uh, but you know, I like the general direction that the team's headed. Um, you know, I felt pretty good about the draft. Uh, obviously, you know, they're going to have to make a decision uh, down the road with uh, Pierre Garcon and Deshaun Jackson. They already sent Roberts pack, and which was the right decision. Uh, he was paid it too much. No, I mean it didn't work out. Uh, made too much money for what his contributions were. It wasn't really that effective as a returner, and was probably not going to sniff the field you know, this year. So, um, I wish him well. I don't hate the guy or something like that, but, um, Reed, Reed is going to be their bread and butter. Then you got the deep threat and I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Kirk cousins has a pretty nice opportunity in front of him and we'll see how the rest of the NFC East teams respond. But, uh, I think what's realistically, what's most intriguing about Norman, let's be honest, guys, it's Norman and you know, Odell Beckham. I mean, let's be real. That's what everybody wants to see. Yeah. You know twice what I mean? a year, mm-hmm. and then Des Bryant twice a year. Yeah, and then Des Bryant. But it, you want to see that guy deal with uh, the stars of the NFC East. Yeah. But in particular, in particular, you want to see ODB. ODB. That I mean, that that itself is going to be worth tuning into a game for. I'm not saying it's going to work out, but I can appreciate the gamble that they're taking. I don't. I, you know what I mean? Well, and, they feel uh, the need. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. It fills a need. And um, honestly, before the draft, which helped them to be able to just do something else, because you weren't going to find a corner that good. No. I mean, the best corner in the draft just tore his meniscus today. So, I mean, it's. <laughs> what are you going to do? What In- you going to do? Injuries, that they're legit. So, you know, that's one of those things I think at times, depending on where you're at with your team building, you can be selectively aggressive. All right. This is a moment where I think Washington is being selectively aggressive. There's a need. There's an opportunity to get. I mean, he's 28. It's not like he's 33, okay, 35. I mean, he's he's in the prime of his career. If you believe he is at that point that he is established, he fits your defensive scheme, and he can give you a certain degree of attitude. Granted, if it runs unchecked, you can have some problems. We understand that. Uh, That being said, interesting guy. I've had the opportunity uh, since he's a Redskin now. Um, you know, I've, I've read more articles about him and kind of his approach and his personality and what he's looking at. Uh, he had a nice thing on, uh, with Peter King and the Monday morning quarterback. Um, he had some articles talking about spending time in DC and, you know, walking through the halls, all these, you know, federal buildings. And and so it's just, it's actually pretty interesting to read about it. Uh, but clearly this is a guy that was a bit wounded, uh, with how Carolina kind of handled that scenario, they have their reasons for doing it. I mean, Carolina's front seven is so good, and that defense is so good. You go, hey, where are you going to invest your money, right? You have to make a choice. They made a choice, and they're going to put their resources in other things, and they'll probably be just fine because the rest of that defense is so strong. It doesn't mean he's replaceable per se, but you know, you you can build your defense in different ways, right? The Redskins, their front seven certainly is not of Carolina's caliber, uh, but that's an opportunity to get a young player, prom of his career, got some attitude, has some skill, uh, and 
if he tightens up the defense and lives up to the contract, then it's well worth that, particularly given their opportunity space in that division with a Philadelphia team that is struggling. Um, and, and Sam Bradford, dude, shut your freaking pothole, man. <laughs> God bless that dude. Um, you know, for a guy that's that's produced a big bunch of bupkis and has been hurt, hurt, or, you know, team bitch for a while, um, I mean, dude, shut up, man. Butt hurt alert. Yeah, seriously, butt hurt. Sam Bradford gets your NFL offseason butt hurt alert. Like, for yeah. real. You're getting um, paid, what, $12 million, and you're worried about if you're going to be the backup? Dude. Dude, I'd hold the clipboard for $12 million. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he wants to be the starter. I, you know what? I get that. I, I understand that. But you know what? If, if you're confident enough in your abilities, you can deal with the threats. You know what I mean? The quarterbacks yeah. that can't deal with the threats, can't deal with the pressure, um, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Now, granted, Philadelphia you know, spent a lot to move up in the draft. I understand all that. From Bradford's perspective, maybe you go, hey, guys, couldn't you have used those picks on some talent around? Yeah, sure, you can make that argument. But it's a new regime, new coach, it's a new deal uh, for them. And if Bradford's really the guy, then he'll stay the guy. And if he's not, well, there you go. Now, to be fair, when any team expends that, you know, spends that that much on a pick, you know what they're trying to do. But in Bradford's case, he needs to own the scenario, the the situation, because quite frankly, if he plays well, they'll trade him, or he'll have another opportunity. Well, plays well and stays healthy. That's his big thing, anyway. Uh, he'll be okay, right? But if you, you know, if you quit on your team. Or you you know you pout and get stompy and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I I just don't know who's going to spend a lot on him if he's not a good leader in the locker room, right? And then on top of that, if your teammates don't believe in you, that's a real big that's a big issue. That's a big issue anyway. Uh, but th- there is an opportunity space in the NFC East. You know, Giants have spent a lot of money on on defense. They obviously have a window with Eli Manning. We we've talked about that a lot. I'm still kind of puzzled that they didn't spend, you know, pursue some of what they've done this offseason before when Coughlin was still there, but whatever. It's what it is. They have a window. They're going after it, right? And I hope uh, that, I hope that Cru- Mark, has there been any real news on Victor Cruz? Everything I've heard and seen is, is all positive. I mean, I think he's, he's, he's healthy and he's going to be ready to play. I, I hope so. I'd like to see him back on the field uh, and, and be good, right? Be, be old Victor Cruz. That would make me very happy. I like that guy. I'm not a Giants fan, but I, I like that guy. And I think to come back from that injury and kind of pick his career back up and be good, that, that that's a fun story. He's likable. Uh, that's the kind of guy that I think is good for the NFL, right? I agree wholeheartedly. So, and, and I like the tandem. I would really like to see the tandem of Beckham and Cruz, uh, what they can do together if they're both healthy and playing upper-tier football. Right. I think you may change your mind about that halfway through the season, but for well, now. you know, hey, <laughs> it, it, look, you, look, whatever it is, you got to earn it on the field, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to earn it on the field. And look, Absolutely. I'm, a, I don't wish um, ill health on anybody. Of course, I, I just don't. Uh, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Roll it out, dude. Go. <clears throat> but injuries are part of the game, and we we see it in basketball, we see it in football, soccer, baseball. Doesn't matter what it is, you see that stuff. Uh, but there's opportunity space in the division. I like the general direction of the Redskins. I feel good about their draft. I like how McLuhan handled it. Um, I like the players that they added. Um, you know, I like that they got Reed locked up. I like what they've done with, with Cousins. I like the vibe of the team. I like the feel of the team. And quite frankly, while I hope RG3 you know, rebuilds his career, uh, that's going to be tough sledding in Cleveland. 
Um, that's a guy that needed to be out of that organization and gone. Um, and now that it's cemented that it's Cousins' team, um, and then we'd see what they do. You know what I mean? That's a, I believe they're trending up. So if you are trending up, then you play that way and you take the next step. Um, and they've got voids on their team. They do. Uh, but, again, I like what they did in the draft. I like their approach in free agency. Uh, some of this is I have a lot of faith in McLuhan as the, as the GM, uh, which I think he has, he has enough brownie points kind of banked, you know what I mean, from other yeah. things that he's done. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt. I'm good with that. Uh, very curious to see what the Eagles do. Curious to see how this plays out for the Giants. And uh, clearly, as long as uh, – who was it that posted that stupid thing about Tony Romo getting arrested going into the – into the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> that stupid me. thing. Was that you? I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's not Tony Romo getting arrested for going into what, what did it was it he went into the women's bathroom or something? No, he or, went no, into, into the, the men's, men's bathroom. bathroom and got arrested. Yeah. If it's not, uh, I still don't think that one's as funny as Ann Coulter getting arrested going into the bathroom. <laughs> That's still my favorite. <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, and I'm also very curious to see, you know, can Romo make it through the year? What are the Cowboys? I think the NFC East is going to have a lot of good stories. You know this coming season, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, uh, I guess enough about that. Realistically, um, let's see where we're at on time. Okay, now we're pretty good. Shannon, I'll give you a couple minutes, and same thing for you, Mark. Uh, we might as well just wrap up segment one. We can top some loose ends, and we'll shift gears to the NBA and some of that stuff, and then we'll do some catch-up moments and some fun. Uh, if you have any thoughts in particular uh, on your team's off-season, players that have come in, draft, anything like that. Um, and now's a good time to go ahead and you know butter that side of the biscuit. You know what I'm saying, uh, Shannon? You want to lead? Uh, you want to lead the way there, bro? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Uh, the Colts haven't made big splashes. They've uh, worked on the line, worked on defense, which is you know the dirty. Got to get the uh, the guys to do the dirty work, and that's that's what you got to do. I, they should have done it last year. They didn't. Um, they got a steal in the fifth round with a D tackle last year. Um, but this year taking the center first overall, I mean, you got to shore up that line. Cause if number 12 ain't throwing the ball, then you ain't got a chance. So I, I hope these guys pan out and maybe we can get a running back one of these days, but otherwise get the guys to do the dirty work. Well, you don't want to bring back uh, Trent Richardson. Come on, man. Does anybody know if he actually signed on the dotted line? Did he actually <laughs> sign it in the right place? That's uh, that's my question. No, probably not. <laughs> he just does a big X. It's like a treasure map. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. But he knows how to hit a certain. Never mind. Hey, look, oh. man. I, I have a. I think I have a song for him. Uh oh. For Trent Richardson? Yeah, dude. Uh oh. Right? <laughs> he, he he did get uh lose some weight uh fat though. I did see that. He lost some weight, er lost some fat. Er it doesn't matter if he can't see squad, if he can't see the hole, dude. Oh that's uh, true. Other than in, in his prawn videos, then uh, what are you gonna do? Anyway. <sighs> Any uh, uh, uh by the way, any feel for what the heck this uh Andrew Luck contract's gonna be? I just keep hearing I, chatter that it's going to be like it's going to be mind blowing. Million. 
that that's my number I've said all along, and I'm sticking with it. Did you see the thing where Andrew Luck was saying he wants to buy a ping pong playing robot? <laughs> no, seriously. Serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not know there was such a thing. There were there were things like that. Hold on. Uh, Why didn't he just like half Horace Gump over? Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> this one's on SI. This made me laugh, man. I I did not know there were ping pong robots. Had no idea, but yeah. Well, hopefully, it's he, to play he, ping pong and not have him spank him or whatever. Well, it well. It, <laughs> Tunsil, Tunsil's gonna get a ping bong robot. <laughs> um, no, Andrew Luck told the Ringers Kevin Clark that he he wants to shell out some money for a ping pong robot to play against him. Yeah, <laughs> my he said his buddy has one and he swears by it. I mean, seriously, dude, ping pong robot. That's pretty damn funny. Probably uh, an offensive line first, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, uh, but I, I thought that was pretty great, man. But uh, anyway, we'll see, we'll see. Um, all right, uh, Mark, you want to tie up any kind of loose ends with the Giants? Yeah. And by uh, the way, pretty... Apple's mother is hilarious. Oh, she's phenomenal, Eli Apple. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, draft-wise, uh, I don't know. It's amusing to me how you know, many people can be up in arms and you know, talk, so much, uh, talk so much shit about a guy who gets drafted before he even steps on the field. I mean, I, I've seen nothing to make me think that it was a horrendous signing like some people like to act. And, uh, you know, bottom line for me is, you know, I'm, I'm A, I trust that these people who spend, you know, are, are hired to, you know, spend, you know, months on end researching and, and, and scouting these players that they know what they're doing better than, you know, a bunch of, you know, armchair, you know, quarterbacks, you know, and, you know, wait until we see them on the field. Uh, I'm excited to see them. I see nothing that makes me think that it's a horrible draft pick. So we'll see. Well, they um, have, uh, what, Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, and they still have uh, Rogers Cromartie, right? Correct. So that, they don't, it's not like they need that guy to come in and be their one or the two. I mean, if he's if he's situational for a little bit and kind of gets developed, that that's okay, yeah. right? Oh yeah. I mean, I would think. I mean, unless Jordan Reed burns the hell out of him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so you know, the Giants definitely spent a lot of money on the defense in the offseason. I'm excited to see it in, in motion. Janoris Jenkins being certainly the biggest biggest piece, but uh, Olivier Vernon, uh, Jasper Brinkley, Keenan Robinson. Um, and they put a lot of money in there. Re- resigning, you know, Pierre Paul. I, I honestly, you know, I, I'm glad to see. I want to see, you know, what he can, you know, if he can keep on stepping it up. I, I, I like the guy, and I root for him. So. Yeah. Um, so a lot of money put on that defense. So it's, it's a lot, lots to prove there. Uh, but you know, it's the right area area for them. I mean, I, I I have plenty of faith in the Dolphins. I I he may not you know be used much this season, but I, I kind of like the the pickup of uh, Bobby Bobby Rainey. I know he's struggled with uh, you know holding on to the ball, but he's a he's quick. I mean, so I I'd like to think of their offense and still have the revolving door of sure. you know, like six running backs right now. It seems like, but. Uh, yeah, see if we can find a little place for him. You know, occasional pass catching, things like that. Yeah, well, we'll just see what it is. I mean, they they've obviously uh, spent a lot of money uh, on what they believe to be you know their their big needs. Um, again, Eli has a window, man. They're, they're gearing up for the window of what's you know the best part of what's remaining in his career. You don't necessarily know how long he's gonna play. Um, I, forget, I don't remember quite how old he is, but you'd like to think that he can make it to 38, 39. After that, after that, it's a crapshoot. Once you hit 39, you know what I mean? That's, that's tough sledding, dude, because that's, you know, are, how are your injuries? 
Um, how do you take care of yourself? And is your team letting you get beat to hell? Right? right. And if your team gets you beat to hell, by the time you're 38, 39, you're gonna you're gonna have a tough end. Right? If they can right. keep you clean, give you strong defense, even if your game is in decline. Here's looking at you, Peyton Manning. Um, if you if you can have, you know, but I mean seriously, dude, that's what it is, right? You, Eli is 35 years old. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember if he was 34, 35. So you're talking about realistically a three to four year window. You go after it, and that's what they have to do. You got to go after it now. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. But yeah. that that's their window. If they got to spend the money, and if, if in three years from now everything is butt suck, then you blow it up. He retires or whatever, and and you move on. But you you gear up as best you can to make the next three to four years. You commit to it and you run with it. It's what you, it's what you have to do. What you have to right. do. So I fully agree. Yeah. Just, yeah. The the, the the one move that they made this offseason actually one of the most recent moves. I mean, it kind of made me sad just because I loved his name, but they they waved uh, Uani Unga. That is a hell of a name. That's a hell of a name made me sad. <laughs> By the way, I did want to make uh, a, a dedication before we get out of the uh, first segment, which inadvertently turned to the NFL. I said we weren't going to talk a lot, a lot about the NFL. Here we ended up talking about the NFL for the, really the first segment. Uh, random ass NFL draft. Super weird. Very funny. Um, Ezekiel Elliott's midriff. That was funny. Uh, the crying Jordan on his midriff. That was hilarious. Uh, Tunsil, the, the whole, you know, gas mask freaking <laughs> video was awful for him but from a spectator of the draft standpoint was one of the most entertaining i mean really a gas mask with a bong i mean i don't i have never seen i've have seen a, any of us ever thought of that i've seen a lot of things in my life friends i've seen a lot of things in my life i have not seen that <laughs> nope. that that's that's a talent that's a talent and a skill perhaps not an nfl one but it's a talent and a skill and it was hilarious and it dominated like uh, radio, it, it just—it was everything. It dominated the coverage of the draft. It was insane, dude. It was absolutely insane, uh, and it, it certainly did feel like somebody was out to get him. You know what I mean? But I figure he—he he needs a couple of things. So we're gonna find a right spot. Here you go, little Arctic monkeys, right? I've actually grown pretty fond of this group, which is like super random. Mark, I figure you're probably familiar with them. Council mm-hmm. need to know. <laughs> Killing me, man. Killing me, man. All right, look, uh, dude, I got, I got a whiny dog. I got a whiny dog. I got to go take her out and handle that. So this becomes an, uh, uh, an accidental and inadvertent wrap-up of segment one. Uh, she is causing issues in the house. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We'll pick it up in segment two in just a couple of minutes. Uh, I'm the captain with the sports. We can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, Brady Loves, Funnel Cake, all kinds of random stuff. Uh, Google Play, etc. Keywords are sports and brew. Uh, we are back. We, we did not fall off the face of the earth. Uh, and we did not go uh, full capitals. <laughs> Just letting you know. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the flip side and we'll shift gears and hit some NBA stuff up, man. Uh, be right back in just a moment. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. I had to switch your legs for a couple of minutes. That and I had a whiny dog, man. What are you going to do? Uh, anyway, we are back. I tell you what, man. We didn't hit this in the first segment. We'll bat some cleanup on a couple of things, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, gentlemen, I tell you what. It's been a month, man. We are due a salute o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I yes, mean, sir. oh, my God. We are due a salute o'clock, dude. Like, total freaking champions, man. <laughs> Thanks. There's uh, the Whitfield piping in, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i'm cranking up this edition of the sports brew dude it totally dude. sounds like chewbacca yeah like for real man i know right if they had a you know like an impersonation you know whatever contest you could totally do it whitfield that's your calling in life man you, you can be a chewbacca impersonator <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Chewbacca is like straining to get a poop out, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it may it may have just passed. <laughs> Maybe. Do you feel better? <laughs> oh Lord, man! Great day. Yeah, man, that's more like Lottie freaking dump. But look, uh, what I'm what I'm celebrating uh, this uh, fine Throwdown Thursday. I have a couple of things, man. First off, and I, dude, if you love IPAs, man, this Chaos Brewing Mad Hopper is really freaking legit, super good. And of course, it wouldn't, you know, it just wouldn't be an episode of the Sports Brew if I didn't have a rum and coke. All my ice has melted. <laughs> but I do, of course, have a rum and coke, man. Mm. Shannon, you have water and coffee and coffee because you are doing what is this thing called again? It's called the Whole Thirty. The Whole Thirty. I'm on. Well, it's just after midnight, which is day eighteen of this. Oh my god! Thing. But you have you haven't been able to drink this entire time. No, it's it's uh, no sugar, no dairy, no alcohol, no beans, no corn, no grains. I'm probably forgetting a couple things here and there, but it is just dude. Very, when very... his thirty days is up, man, Shannon's totally going full <laughs> offspring. Going to be come out and play, right? Oh, dude, <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> yeah. Well, kudos to you, though. That's... I've been taking awesome dumps, though. Yeah, hey, I bet. Really? That that's where this conversation goes. <laughs> hey, where, where's where's the little girl at? Let me <laughs> Really, Shannon? You've been taking awesome dumps. Mm-hmm. That's about the only good thing about this diet, dude. That don't impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Fridays are like the worst days. Oh my gosh. Fridays are always the worst days because some... it's the end of the week and I'm always looking forward to a, a cold beverage or five. Dude. And I can't have Yo. it. It's like, that's that's it's tough, brutal. man. You can't even go like old school Snoop Dogg, dude. Can't even go gin and juice, man. Dude, that's cruel. But it's That's my cruel. next to last Friday. So. I know. So what, you're telling me Friday after next? Friday after Friday, next? Look at that, man. Maybe a freaking drunken mess. <laughs> 
Dude, that could you're be like a, half a beer. You're gonna be a lightweight. Yeah, you're gonna have like a beer. You're gonna be like, okay, guys, I'm done, man. <laughs> That's it. I can't do anymore. I'm finished. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, Mark, what you got, man? Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm double fisting this evening with uh, uh, yes, sir. Um, got a, a very tasty IPA I hadn't had before, but uh, Ramshead IPA and I uh, vodka vodka Coke. Enjoy myself. Ooh. You'd like you'd like the Ramsey. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Salute. There you go. Don't worry, Shannon. No shame in your game, baby. Gangstar knows. <laughs> Mark, did you ever listen to uh, this kind of this kind of flow? This kind of flavor? Gangstar, absolutely. Yeah, all right. Love, love me, Gangstar. I like to catch a bus cause I get into the beats more. MCs are washed up like dead fish on the sea. She'll save the talk. I felt like digging into some uh, random musical tracks tonight. Which you can tell. I right? That. I mean, I did. I, uh, Shania, uh, Arctic Monkeys, Gangstar. Yeah, dude. Having a little fun, right? quite eclectic I, like I know it. it is eclectic you know i always appreciate that i know i know i mean I, I, I always make the argument i always make the argument anytime i have a musical discussion with anybody my argument is if you love music you, you should be able to appreciate across genres mm-hmm. you know if you love rap then you love rap but if you love music and if you love metal you love metal but if you love music you know what i mean you should be able to dip your toes in a lot of different genres because when you get into like old school jazz or you know old school hip hop or whatever the hell whatever the hell it is, man, country, uh, even if you're you know, and look, and I, I readily admit I have a guilty pop pleasure. I do love I, I do like some pop music. I'm not saying it's necessarily great as a standalone thing, but sometimes you need cheap, fun, disposable music, and that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I, if you love music, dude, you can just you can kind of spread your wings across genres and have fun with a lot of different stuff. So being a little eclectic, it's good, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of phenomenal music out there that just does not get radio play, or maybe is you know maybe it's too old at this point to be you know it's just not current anymore. But that doesn't mean it's not great work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, spread so, your wings and break yeah. free of the normal crap. See, I don't even have that queued up, man. Did you? Re- <laughs> I was trying to break free of break free, and you will not let me. So I guess I won't let you let it go. No, look, you can't get both. Okay. See if I remember the timestamp for you. Nope. There you go. Close enough. (laughs) Hey, not bad. Not shabby. Anyway, uh. I Man. can't drink, so I get the bad references. Yeah, tonight. well, you've got that down. That's for sure. <laughs> Leave it to Shannon, of course. <laughs> oh, I missed that song. Oh, man. Dude, I tell you, when we, when, anytime we have these gaps when we record, um, I always miss like certain certain elements. I mean, the biggest thing is just uh, having the conversations and the shenanigans and like the stupidity, right? Uh, because there's that. 
but some of it's just the soundbite mayhem or the song mayhem or just the the shenanigans that go with with that and then the organic things like there's always look anytime we do a podcast there's always kind of like this loose discussion about what we're going to talk about and then i map out like I, i must have seven browser windows open each one with about 20 to 30 tabs, right? <laughs> <laughs> which which sounds ridiculous. I, I understand that. But I never quite know where we're going to go. So I always have, we have our loose conversation about what we're going to talk about. And then I have like a certain kind of structure for things that I know we can go to. And then you always have the, you're in the middle of it. And sometimes you have a conversation that just goes wherever. And so you got to start digging, right? And you know, you bounce off this, you look up this thing, you look up that and you just kind of go. And I, I think that that's fun. And, you know, I'm, when we don't get to record for whatever reason, I always miss that part of it, you know, uh, jumping around and some of the ridiculousness and some of the fun and, and all that stuff, man. And it's nice to be back, have a little fun on this throwdown Thursday. Uh, and apparently Mark and I are drinking for Shannon. Yeah, and Andre the Giant as well. And happy oh, exactly, and that too. Yeah. Was it was is is today his actual birthday? I know it's it, it was. I don't know if it's yesterday, today, tomorrow, whatever. But we're right around his. He would have been seventy, right? Yes. Yeah. And Andre the Giant, man, for taking a dump in a tub, for being so big, you got to <laughs> shit in a bathtub, uh, and get a hotel room, <laughs> two hotel rooms, one just to poop in. Triumph the insult comic approves of that. Uh, for me to poop on, yeah, nineteen beers, yeah, and then crushing however many. I mean, if if you can drink a case, he is a case race, <laughs> Mark. N- none of us will beat. Who, who could oh, possibly be taking on Andre? He's passed on, but if no. he were still alive, there's no way I would challenge that man. Here you go. I'll give you something else, Randy. How about that? How about a little Ja Rule? Not bad. I like this better than the Fast and the Furious version of the song. This is the actual version of Racing Against Time. Mm. I think it's much better. Mm. Ah. Oh, uh, one other Tunsil dedication <laughs> from Tom Petty. <laughs> Somebody tells me it's not his last dance with Mary Jane. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't think so, man. Anyway, that's so ridiculous. Whew. This is probably what he needs to say going forward, man. Which one of you knows what song this is? Uh, Mark, I would assume. Really, Shannon? You don't know? I don't recognize the beat and all, but... Oh, all right, here we on. go. Cool. Hold on. Oh, um, I can't stand for that. Close. So, uh, Tunsil, uh, Gas, Mass, and Bongs, man. What do you think? I told you I was digging deep for like random music stuff tonight. There's no joke, man. I like expanded the playlist for just like, like yeah. I mean, why not, right? Why not, man? Anyway, well, I'll tell you what, man. Let's uh, let's shift gears to the NBA for a little bit. Uh, we can we can back clean up and like random with random stuff. Uh, but let's shift gears a little bit to the NBA. Uh, a, I gotta ask Shannon, man. Um, we're gonna talk about current series here in a minute. Obviously, <coughs> Cavs, Raptors, which. Uh, let's be fair. Uh, I mean, if the Raptors win a game and there's a gentleman sweep, I think that's realistically a victory uh, for them. Um, 
But I think Golden State, the West is really where it's at. And we've talked about that. And, you know, in, when we did the Kobe Bryant podcast and we were glossing that up, you know, one of the things I said I wanted to see was Spurs Warriors. Well, we're not getting that. But what we are seeing is a Thunder team that has really elevated their play. And I, I think the Thunder deserve massive kudos. You know, uh, Westbrook traveled non-calls, you know, notwithstanding. Them stepping up the way that they have. Obviously, we knew what the Warriors were. We had a lot of faith in what the Warriors would be and that they would be here kind of in the end. Um, I, I was expecting, I was kind of hoping for Spurs to see if they would have that like last stand because you, you, you just don't know what's going to happen with Duncan and, and Parker and Ginobili. But that being said, the way that the Thunder are playing right now, especially how they fought in game one, well, that's fun. But before we get to that, I want to ask you, uh, how, do you how do you tie up, like put a little bow on the Spurs season? Because I know you're, you're a Pops guy, right? You're a Popovich guy. And we, we've given you know, the Spurs and Pops a, a fair amount of gloss and love on the sports bro over the years. Although we did dump on Ginobili that one time um, when we Britney Spears him to death. Uh, that that was pretty funny. Oh Manu Manu. I don't remember that that I don't remember what year that was. I th- it was probably at least two or three years ago. That um, was uh, thirteen, I think. Yeah, t- twenty thirteen sounds about right. And we we, mm-hmm. we kind of poo pooed on Manu Ginobili, which was kind of cold. Um, but you know he he was having a rough stretch, man. Uh, and then he uh he, you know he he rallied up strong that year. But how do you kind of tie a bow on on the Spurs season to be that strong in the regular season, and then just kind of how it played out? Um, you know, where, where do you go on that one? Well, first you got to give credit, um, to Billy Donovan, um, his coaching in that series. Cause game one, I mean, it was, it was blowout city in game one and you yeah. just thought, okay, Spurs and five and, uh, the thunder came back and not only did they win game two in San Antonio where they had only lost once the entire season. But they came back in game five and took that game. And that was the game that really took the wind out of the Spurs sails. Mm-hmm. Like when they won game five, San Antonio looked in disbelief. Yeah. Like they just could not believe what just happened. And and Oklahoma City in game six just really just controlled it from the outset. And I mean, I know San Antonio got close at the end, but it just well, they- wasn't quite enough to uh, overcome OKC. No, um, I, I think Russell Westbrook is probably playing the best basketball of his career right now. Oh, but he's not a superstar. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not a superstar. Um, <laughs> Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. I don't think he's as accurate as as he has been in the past, but it's still hard to uh, guard a guy that's like six ten, six eleven that can has range all over the court. Oh, sure. It's it's very difficult cover. And Portland, seriously, what the hell were you thinking taking Greg Oden over this guy? Westbrook, for me, and, and Mark, you can probably attest to this, I don't think I have ever seen a guy go from one side of the court to the other as fast and as vicious as he does. Yes! Yeah. 
Especially, especially the vicious part. I mean, that that's that's the part of his game that's the most fun for me. Is for a guy who, you know, certainly by comparison with, you know, plenty of other guys on the court, he's he's not. You wouldn't look at him and think that he's intimidating. But you know what? If I saw him flying down the lane, I, I'd probably get out of the way. What I mean, like Marcellus Wallace looked like. <laughs> <laughs> no, for for a, for a point guard, he right. he flies that lane with so much power he slams it down with so much power he he you're absolutely right he he just continues to impress me more and more um i think he's gotten to the point where i mean he went i mean as i was saying to you just earlier that you know he was really struggling the first half of that first game but you know what i mean he totally came to play in the third quarter he turned it around completely and he was you know a huge huge reason why they they won the first game enormous yeah um, especially at that, yeah, that third quarter, he just, he just caught fire. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that entire team, that entire Thunder team, it did just, even though they were down by 14 at the half, just did not quit. They did not go away. Just kind of like the Spurs series, but to go back to the original point on the Spurs, right. they just, just looked old, man. And, uh, you know, there was a, pl- a play that was kind of symbolic at the end where, Duncan took the ball to the hole where he would normally finish, and it got blocked by Ibaka. And he it just kind of looked at him and just kind of knew that it was over, you know. And it's I'm not saying that he's retiring, right? Um, but it, well, it, I, it's it's getting to that point where you know he just he just doesn't have the legs. I, and it's strange because I mean, last year against the Clippers, I mean, he was at, he had a really good series, and um, I mean, Duncan had a phenomenal regular season. So I mean, that's I, I'm not convinced he's done. Right. I'm not either. I mean, I I still think he can play. I still think he has a few years in him. Yeah. But does he exactly want to play? at not like 100% is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you know, when you reach a certain age as an athlete at that level, you have to understand, you know, your team and your role, right? And some guys can't accept the transition. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's particularly noticeable in basketball, right? Mm -hmm. Because you, you lose speed, you lose something. And so some of that is your mentality. Now, Duncan... Is obviously not a guy that you, you see a lot of like him yakking in the media. That's not his. That's not his deal, man. That's not his bag. But that's the kind of guy that, in my opinion, when he's done, he'll walk, and and that's that. But that's a really good team. I think some of this is is more about the Thunder than it is the Spurs. Yeah, if that makes sense. It is. Somewhat agree. You know, and I mean, I'm not saying. The Spurs just look slow compared to the Thunder. They did, but some of that is, I just think the Spur, the Thunder, man, the playoff basketball, and this is one of the things with the NBA, man. People spend a lot of time talking about the regular season, but it's the postseason that matters the most. And there's yep. something different about teams. Some teams have a different gear for the postseason. They just do. The Cavaliers certainly do. Um, the Spurs didn't by the time they got to the Thunder, but the Thunder did. And well, the, the the Thunder deserve a massive amount of credit for the fact that you know after Game One, I mean, they got just absolutely dude, embarrassed. Because uh, yeah, I mean, in going back to what Shannon said in Game One, I was like, oh my God, they're gonna kill them, mm-hmm. they're gonna kill them, 
And that's a huge testament to that locker room, to Donovan, to the organization, to Durant, to Westbrook, and to all the other guys that people don't know who the hell they are, but you know, stepped up and played their role, played their part, hit their shots, played defense, got the read, did whatever. You know what I mean? To yeah. get them past the Spurs. Because let me tell you, you're not going to beat the Spurs unless you can play good team basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Because yes. you, you have to outsmart them. You got to outcoach them. You got to outplay them. You got to outd them. You got you to out a lot of things them, right? You know what I mean? I, I just think that the um, the Thunder were just the more aggressive team. They rebounded very well. Mm-hmm. And, and they just had no fear of the Spurs. And yeah. sometimes you'll see teams that just kind of like, well, we're going against the Spurs and this aura right. of of the big three and then pop. And, uh, you know, they just came in with their torches and just said, F it, we're going for it. And <laughs> They went sexy Rexy, man. F it, we're going deep. Yeah, there you um, go. But and no, I mean, and again, this is where I'm torn because I, you know, I hate to be like, oh, it's an obit for the Spurs. I mean, I, I think a lot of it is really the Thunder recognizing where they're at um, as a team and their maturation in the course of a season, um, and responding to Donovan and the situation and just, you know, Durant and Westbrook obviously being such huge keys for that team. But um, it, it, I don't. I, I don't really feel like I'm knocking the Spurs. I think it's more about giving credit to the Thunder. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and and that's where I think the series with Golden State is going to be super interesting. We don't know how that's going to play out, obviously. Um, I, I, I will admit, when I was watching um, the Thunder and, and the Warriors in, in game one of that, I was like, dude, the, the Warriors are just rolling them, man. This game's done. And I was doing other stuff, and then the, the Thunder just keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. I was really impressed. I was really impressed by them managing that game and then taking that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they took it. They didn't just win game one. They took game one. Now, granted, the Warriors responded well in game two. Right? And OKC, all they wanted was a split. That's, yeah. that's I, all I think they cared about. That's a huge, that's a huge statement to go to the Oracle Arena and whatever and do that. Um, given Golden State's regular season, and there's, you know, anytime a team is that good in the regular season, there's a certain, I don't want to use the word fear, but teams understand what they're going against, right? And you have to, you have to overcome, you you have to let go of what you think they are and what they've done to other people. And that's the playoff basketball. There's a different, you have to shift into a different gear and you got to take it, right? You got to take it. And that's where I think the Thunder are at. I'm not, I don't want to say desperation. I don't think that's the right thing. But the Thunder are trying to take it. There's hunger. You know what I mean? There's hunger there. Mm-hmm. And I yes. like that. They um, want to take the next step. I will say that when Golden State is firing on all cylinders, that is some of the most beautiful basketball you can see. The ball doesn't hit the ground too much. I mean, when, when they're whipping the ball around on passes and feeding this and feeding that mm-hmm. and they're hitting their shots and they're moving around, dude, I mean, it, it's beautiful. It's just it's, it's just like a a basketball one on one video. Yeah, ball movement moves the ball around without it hitting the ground. And uh, hey, man, that's what she goes. said. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you I know. could, before no, I, go go, I, go yeah, for it, Mark. Talk yeah. about the playoffs or where where we are right now, more. But uh, I just had a few quick thoughts on the Spurs. Yeah. I think 
where I would be tempted if I were Duncan and, 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 you know, I don't know, maybe it's silly me to try to like speak for Duncan, but where I think the benefit of him coming back and, and where obviously, I mean, the, the, the Spurs, they're, they're nearing a point of transition, but of course, not, they are. I, I but I don't think it's a significant transition because uh, Aldridge and Leonard, I mean, that, that's what yes. I mean, they're, they're definitely not a team that needs like some kind of, you know, complete overhaul. No, not, they don't, not, they don't need not, to burn it down. Least. They don't need to burn it down. Yeah. They, I think they need an explosive point guard or an explosive guard. I do too. I mean, I, uh, yeah, Parker. Parker's Parker. not not. He's he's still he's still extremely good. I mean, that's you know the 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 funny thing about talking about them is I mean, you know, we're talking about how the Thunder took it to them and they did. It was a great shift. But I, I, I'm I'm with whoever said more so. I think it, I think Shannon was saying is more more credit to the Thunder than I think a knock on the Spurs. Right. I, mean, I think the Thunder just really turned it on when they needed to. There was a shift. You know, after you know game two, and you know, so so more credit to the Thunder than than a knock on the Spurs. Um, I, but I, you know, I like like you know, Captain was saying. I mean, Duncan is definitely a compared to a lot of today's stars, a different kind of you know star. I mean, he's he's quiet, he's humble. Um, <laughs> this doesn't have so much to do with the basketball side of things, but uh, I'd seen some great uh, Onion headlines about Duncan recently, <laughs> and uh, it made me research a little bit. I didn't realize the obsession the Onion has had about Tim Duncan, and I, 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 I would I could, never I have, share... if you hadn't brought that up. I would have never have known. You know I, what I mean? <laughs> Ever. I, I, I could share all of them. There's just a couple that I felt like I had to share for anybody who hasn't taken a trip down a Onion Tim Duncan. Uh, Lane, just a just a few of my favorite like onion headlines on Duncan. Um, <laughs> uh, Tim Duncan's sincere apology confuses referee enough to eject him from the game. <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> um, Tim Duncan delivers heartfelt speech on fiscal responsibility during Spurs victory celebration. There you go. Uh, quality. Um, <laughs> Tim Duncan begins summer job at Apple Genius Bar. <laughs> Apple quality and uh, a recent nice. one that I just love, and like I said, I can give them all. But uh, Tim Duncan sternly reminds Spurs about maximum maximum occupancy limit of locker room. <laughs> it's just it's just phenomenal. And, and again, there's a billion more. He definitely could. Uh... <laughs> all right, one more. Tim Tim Duncan makes citizens foul call. <laughs> They're just—I don't know why they're so obsessed with them. Oh wait, there there was a classic one. I'm sorry, I swear, last one, but the classic one about um, uh, Tim Duncan's claim that he has had over ten thousand platonic relationships with women. <laughs> that's that's a clever one. That's, that's terrible, nice. Hysterical. So anyway, all the aside, um, ten thousand platonic relationships. <laughs> Showtime, you idiot. Pretty phenomenal. Um, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Oh, the big fundamental. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely hope that he comes back. Um, I think that the way he performed the regular season, there's still a place for him. And, and I guess what I was going to say about him not having a big ego is I, I think he absolutely could take on a, you know, a new role. Of, of yeah. I mean, I don't think there, there's there's not a place for him on that team to be, um, you know, 
30 minutes a game. You know, uh, uh, he's not going to be a star on that team anymore, but he could be kind of in between, not just a role player, you know, something in between. He absolutely gets, can still contribute to that team. You, the way he performed in the regular season, I think there's absolutely, I mean, of course, they're, you know, I, I don't see him playing for any other team. No, so, no, 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 no. It, it's no, it's no Spurs way. or nothing. I um, think he would be a good backup for uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. So, at, for whatever reason, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a fair comparison. Okay, but <laughs> for whatever reason, I think of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, okay? And the reason I say that is you're talking about a player that had a certain smoothness to his game, right? Okay. And was able to play to a very advanced age for a professional sport because of skill attitude approach and taking care of his body you know what i'm saying and some people are just they're blessed gifted there's a lot of things nature nurture you can argue it however you want but there's some people that can play at older ages and have the right mentality about it okay and for whatever reason in my mind i'm drawn to kareem abdul jabbar right uh and again i'm not saying duncan is kareem abdul jabbar but what i'm saying is the approach to the game and there's a certain smoothness to Duncan's game that I think he understands how to be effective. If it was a limited role, limited minutes, whatever, I think Duncan, if he wants to play, can accept whatever it is in the context of the team and come in and contribute, right? You know, do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And again, I know that it's a weird it's I don't really want to use it as an analogy, but I'm just, for whatever reason, my mind, my mind goes to Kareem and I think about him playing late in his career um, and just the skills that he had and how he was able to contribute even at an advanced professional age and I think Duncan can do that if he elects to do so it's really up to him but he's got plenty of hardware if he wants to walk away I mean his career is great you know what I mean the best power forward of all time I mean you you can't take anything away from that guy right I mean, phenomenal career, legacy with the team, a nickname. The big fundamental nickname is great. Oh yeah, you know, and it's so fitting for that guy. It's so oh, yeah. it's so fitting for him. Um, absolute Hall of Famer, likable. I mean, I you know, I don't how how, how much dirt how, how much digging when you have to do to find something to dislike Tim Duncan. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we just reread the Onion articles headlines, right? <laughs> you know, th- there you go. So I don't know. We'll see if he comes back. Um, I think the team is good enough. It's they don't have to blow it up. They don't have to burn it down. Uh, they've clearly set themselves up to be able to make certain transitions. <laughs> One rumor that I've heard a lot is uh, Mike Conley is mm. somebody that they're targeting. Mm. Uh, there have been some very loose trade rumors. With Parker, I don't know that they would move him. That's probably contingent on. I would think that may be contingent on what uh, Ginobili and Duncan do. Uh, but Conley is, is is a name that keeps <clears throat> popping up when you talk about the Spurs and uh, you know what what they want to do next. That's a name that keeps coming up. I think Ginobili may actually retire, though. I've been hearing a lot of chatter that. I think he's going to hang it up, but we we shall see. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'll tell you what. Let's shift gears off the Spurs. Let's focus a little bit more on uh, <laughs> Warriors Thunder 
and Cavs Raptors. Uh, best part of the Cavs Raptors series is probably Toronto's mayor, right? Yeah. I mean, hashtag we the North. I already told you how much I hated that. <laughs> and I know that's a you know first world problem, get off my lawn moment. Can it please just be we're the North, please? Can you make a shirt? Do I have to? Do we have to make an actual sports brew shirt that just says we're the North? <laughs> Can we do that? The we the North thing is killing me, man. And I, I know that's so dumb, dude. That's so dumb. But it just so, it, it just is. Get off, get off my lawn, as Shannon would say. Actually, you know what? I can probably find that. You can totally break out Michael Jackson right now. Let me see if I can Instead find. We are the North. We are the world. <laughs> we, we are the North. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find your we soundbite. We are Canadian. <laughs> we are. Get off my lawn. <laughs> we are the North. We are Canadian. Really? We are the world. That's nice. We are the Raptors. <laughs> hey. Uh, there you go. Been around the world, man. I, I don't know why that bothers me. It shouldn't bother me. It really shouldn't. It's a dumb thing. It, it's so stupid. It shouldn't bother me. But for whatever reason, We the North bothers me, man. It just It just does. Sorry, Mark. You're probably like Justin. Get get with it, dude. Get him. I don't know. Uh, get something. jiggy with it, Justin. Get, yeah. Really? Really? You want that? Did yeah, you know? we're going old school tonight. Might oh, as well. Drake, Drake's the reason I don't like the Raptors, but you know. Well, everybody's got to have something. Well, right? Isn't Drake a, a Cavaliers fan now? It's <laughs> probably about to be. Here you go, Shannon. Bring it. Since you want to get jiggy with it. When um, no. Kentucky won the national title in 98, they did a spoof called Getting Tubby With It. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That sounds like uh, something like uh, Matt would have done with a failhorn fatty. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry, 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 sorry. Poor sorry. I did just drop a bomb on him, I know. <laughs> man, man, he's here to here to defend himself. Uh, well, what's new? <laughs> no, no, he is here to defend himself. You didn't realize that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh man, the failhorn fatties put the chew in Chewbacca. Man, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of failhorn fatties, did y'all see the article I just sent oh in the uh, Facebook group? No, but let me let, let me pull the let me let me pull the message there. Whoa, a maximum weight limit allowed for strippers in Louisiana. Well, you know, crawfish, man, crawfish. That looks like that. That looks like uh, without pulling the article, that looks like the rather robust broad that was on America's Got Talent. That's who that looks like. Dude, she she could totally work that pole. <laughs> she could totally work the pole, man. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are you gonna do? Anyway, oh my god. All right, NBA. NBA. We, we somehow we went we went to Drake, and then we we lost track. We lost track. But I tell you what, this beer and this mixed drink are they're both very good. Hi, Blue. I see you. Yes. Are you going to start whining? 
Look, you need to stop waking up the third trimester wife, dog. You're killing me. <laughs> You're going to find yourself locked up in the office Dude, at night. I, I may have to do it. By the way, 37 weeks in, uh, 38 weeks next week, uh, <laughs> one centimeter. That's where she's at. My money is still on late May. And um, look, <laughs> look, I think I need to tell you all the name. All right, ba baby number two, man, baby girl. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a match set, right? Come on, D stat. Come we already on, have a son. We're not gonna name her Dianetta stat. Um, <laughs> we're gonna. I think, I think we have to name her, baby McBabyface. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> that's her name. What do you What do you think? Do you like that, Greeny McGreenface? Um, let's ask Kirk Cousins. Girly, girly McGirlyface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby McBaby face. The eye roll from the pregnant wife is strong right now. If, if she was if even she, in her sleep, dude. If she's awake right now, she's like, oh, freaking Justin in this podcast. <laughs> God, this guy. <laughs> Why? Why? What is wrong with him? Bring it. Well, he's getting jiggy with it. That's why. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let's go back to Shania. Let me see if I know the, the right timestamp here. Hold on. <laughs> what? Baby McBaby face? Actually. Uh-oh, wait a second. The Washington Capitals in the second round of the playoffs? Shut up. Sorry, man. Uh, by the way, by the way, again, be best part of Cavs Raptors is Toronto's mayor. I, I mean, honestly, does anybody think Toronto stands a, chan a snowball's chance in hell of doing anything against the Cavaliers? No, nah, Cleveland's just rolling Dude, right now. It, Cleveland's crushing, man. By the way, yeah, T. Lou, most consecutive wins to start a play playoff career as a coach. Nice, nice. Go he ahead. just passed Pat Riley tonight. He won his tenth consecutive playoff game to start his career. It's Pat nice, Riley it, had nine. Yeah, it's a nice little. It's a nice little accomplishment. Um, I, I think in in part it, it's a credit to the team the Cavaliers have become over the course of the season. Uh, obviously, the, there's been some internal strife, uh, kicking Blatt to the curb. Um, but kudos to him. Uh, yeah. That's a team that I think needed the season to kind of figure out who they wanted to be. They did yeah. that. Assist, assistant coach Lou is doing an excellent job. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but underneath LeBron. <laughs> uh, by the way, Mark, did you appreciate how uh, Walton got uh, punked on the draft night? Did you see that thing? No, I must have missed that, actually. All right, tell you what. Uh, we'll take a break in a moment. I'll see if I can dig up that story. That was pretty funny. Uh, we are a little over time. We want to do one more segment, and we'll get out of here. So why don't we go ahead and take a break. We'll wrap up NBA thoughts, and then we'll just kind of screw around for a little bit, and then we'll get the All heck right. out of here. Is everybody good with that? Yeah. Yes, sir. That'll get us on a, on three segments. We'll probably be out of here at about one fifteen, one twenty, which is not bad. It's not four. Do you remember the days when when we would seriously be up to like three or four o'clock in the morning? Oh my gosh! I think I, I think I at the end of those podcasts, I think really it was just me being drunk and talking, and y'all were passed out. <laughs> Maybe not Dude, Mark, but Shannon was. 
there were times like I would pass out for like twenty or thirty minutes, mm-hmm. wake up, and then start talking again. You take a power <laughs> nap, dude. Do b- believe me, we've all been there. Oh, and uh, by the way, let's wrap up this segment on this because I don't want to forget about it. I want to give a tip of the cap to uh, Carl Anthony Towns for wearing Flip Saunders' wedding ring to the NBA draft lottery. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys knew that. I thought that was a really, really. I did, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really touching uh, moment. I don't, I don't know that I call it a tribute, but a, a, a kind of a nod uh, yeah. to Flip Saunders. I thought that was really cool um, for him to do that. So that's, it, that's great. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't share it on the sports Brew wall. My bad. Sorry. I know I've been slack uh, this month. That's on me. Um, but loved that story. Loved that story. So a, a big tip of the cap from the sports brew to Carl Anthony Towns for doing that. Uh, obviously, all the stuff with, with with Flip is, you know, pretty sad. Uh, kind of the end of that, but um, I I love that. I love I love a nod to him, and wearing it for good luck. Even though the NBA draft lottery, uh, Dikembe Mutombo knew what was going to happen, and it went all chalk for whatever reason. What are the odds of that? You know what I mean? So ridiculous. And we'll t- we'll we'll touch on that. But uh, total tip of the cap to him. Uh, for and he's, I mean, such a young guy, right? To appreciate that, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, to appreciate that, and and I just, I thought that was great. I thought that was great, uh, Shannon. I'll tell you what, I'll let you wind up that. I, we've talked about, we've talked more about Popovich than probably any other coach in NBA history on the Sports Brew. But uh, Flip Saunders for his legacy to the game, we did obviously, obviously spend some time with that when he passed. Uh, but since uh, you know your your ties with Kentucky and Carl Anthony Towns. I'll tell you what, I'll let you wrap up Flip Saunders and, and Towns on this one. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and take uh, and take us out of segment two. Well, Carl Anthony is uh, one of the best uh, Cal's ever had at Kentucky. I would probably put uh, top three to five, I would say, Carl Anthony is. I mean, you've got John Wall, Anthony Davis, uh, Cousins, and then probably Carl Anthony Towns, probably your top four as far as the recruits he's ever had there. Uh, very smart kid. Um, even said he he wanted to come back to Kentucky. He wished he could have gone back to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, when you're the number one pick in the draft, unless you're Tim Duncan where you can go <laughs> <laughs> your senior year and still be the number one pick the following year, it doesn't matter. But – um, I guess anymore you have to go, but smart kid, uh, very humble one player rookie of the month. Every month he was eligible for it this year. Unanim- unanimous rookie of the year, unanimous first team, all rookie team. Just, just one of those guy glue guys that's going to work his tail off. And one of the many reasons that Minnesota has a very, a very bright future ahead. And, uh, you know, he was Flip Saunders' pick. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, he just uh, wanted to pay pay it back, pay it forward, I guess you could say. And, uh, you know, it's like it's, it's uh, sad that we don't have Flip anymore because he was a really good coach, really good man. But, uh, you know, he's got. Carl Anthony Towns to lead lead on that legacy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it is great. Uh, I'll say quickly, just as a great, great. I didn't know about that, but that's that's beautiful, and and that's you know, it's nice to see a you know young young player with the the good head on their shoulders that that, that shows respect like that. So, I mean, yeah, it's clear that Saunders meant a lot to a lot of players. We we all loved you know the stuff that Garnett did as as as, as tributes to, to Saunders. And obviously, you know, certainly you know meant a ton to Garnett. Um, but uh, I remember you know. Shannon uh, said recently, very intelligently, I a thousand percent agree that if there was a way to own stock in a team, that you know, owning stock in the Timberwolves is would be a very good investment over the next few years because they have a lot of young talent. Uh, Towns is a huge part of that, and you know they're 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 already pretty good. I mean, the record didn't quite reflect it. They've they've got you know holes and issues, but they're 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 very good and they're getting better, and they've got a lot of young talent. So you know, what? over the next few years, we're going to see them evolve. And become a scary team. Are you telling me I should get like? Because I, I really want to buy like seventy six or stock, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, tr- trust the process, should, right? Never, trust never the process. Do you, I don't care how many draft picks they have. No, don't ever do that. <laughs> the seventy six is for a reason. Go, go Timberwolves, huh? Go Timberwolves. But uh, I just I love the story, man. And and um, you know, for anybody that that kind of missed that, uh, just just Google it, look it up, man. Um, super touching. I, I thought that's a great, again, you know, I, I think every once in a while you have to give a tip of the cap and a nod to, you know, people that shape your environment, shape a game, shape a legacy, um, you know, and kind of contribute on a different level. And, and Saunders is one of those guys, right? You know, it, it's more than just being a coach. It's the influence of the person on other people. There's a phrase that we've used here on the sports brew a lot, and that's the game beyond the game. You know what I mean? And we have what we see on field or on court or on pitch or, you know, in the diamond. And then you have the stuff that goes beyond that. Some of that's in the dugout or it's in the clubhouse or it's in the locker room. And then um, it extends beyond as far as the influence that, you know, these organizations and these coaches and these men can have on these players and who they become, right? Who they become, who they grow into. It doesn't mean you don't have bumps or hiccups or rough stretches, but Saunders – you know, to me, represents a glue guy. I think that's a great term, right? It can be a glue guy, right? His legacy as a person includes that. So I love just the acknowledgement of him in that. Um, so I thought it was – go ahead, I totally Charlie. forgot to acknowledge that um, after the season and before the draft, Carl Anthony came back to Lexington. Mm-hmm. And while he was there, he, like, I guess the school, like, visited UK's – center and he actually played duck duck goose with a bunch of elementary school kids nice <laughs> do you imagine no story that story for the rest of your life as a kid oh, that'd be great that's, dude that's great that's phenomenal yeah that's fun man that's fun all right shannon go ahead and wind us up for segment two man we'll get to segment three after the break but uh, go ahead and take us out mcguffin all right well this is the sports brew you can find us on itunes stitcher radio Brady Loves Funnel Cake, Spark Sports, Radio Blitz, Keywords, Sports, Brew. Damn, man. I can't have for another 12 days, damn it. You got sports, no brew. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get you there, man. We're going to get you there. But This is the end of segment two. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back. There you go. Look at that. Go MacGuffin. We'll do my Richmond, Richmond bachelor party soon. I'll bring you some good brew. Yeah. All right. I, uh, you know what, uh, Mark? Shannon is just detoxing in advance of your <laughs> Richmond bachelor <laughs> no, that's, party. That's all you know it what? is. That's, that's a good call, actually. I think oh. it is, man. 
I need to e- I need to send a message to my buddy for that 151 tour. Uh, oh, yeah, no. you, you might want to go ahead and get on that, man. Yeah, that's what she said, baby. Anyway, we'll catch it. <laughs> we'll catch on the flip side. That may also be what she said. Anyway, we'll be we'll be right back in just a moment, man. <laughs> Yes, sir, man. We're going to crank this thing back up, man. Segment three, final one. Uh Uh-oh. Let's pump this bad boy up, baby. Oh, a little Snoop Dogg. Shannon, this is your flavor, isn't it? (laughs) Hell yes. Anyway. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, speaking of uh, like randomness, uh, I, for whatever reason, I feel like I have to do this, and I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm slightly sauced. But uh, this one, uh, this one is dedicated to uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Let's go, girls. Sorry, man. I could, I just couldn't help it, man. It was too easy. <laughs> I blame Jay Moore. <laughs> oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Is that dedicated to uh, Caitlyn Jenner or Ann Coulter? I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, I tell you what, man. Let's wrap up some some uh, NBA thoughts and have a little fun. Let's let's bang through some of our favorite moments of the last month and uh, some other things. Why don't we go ahead and call our shots for the uh, conference finals, right? Uh, realistically, is anybody does anybody give the the Raptors more than one game? No. I mean, is, is anybody on the Raptors or on the zero zero train? Not unless you're in Toronto. Uh, Shannon, do the Raptors have a prayer of winning more than one? <laughs> Did we lose Shannon? I think he might be on mute. Oh, sorry. I thought I was good to go. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, no, I, I would put the over under at half a game, and I'll take the under. <laughs> at half a game, they can win a quarter. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Not with the way Cleveland's rolling. Wow. Out, man. Now, All right. So Kyrie's rolling. LeBron's rolling. Um. Yeah, that's and and Kevin Love dropping dimes. I mean, it's just it's it's dropping over. Dimes, right? Dropping dimes. <laughs> dropping dimes. It's it, man. Right? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I. I yeah, barring something really and weird by, happening. I mean, it's by just... by the way, yeah. when Cleveland gets to the finals, <laughs> this is LeBron's six consecutive finals. The only wow. other people that can make that claim are the Boston Celtics teams from the 60s. Whoa, 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 whoa. stop right there. <laughs> that's a strong statement. I mean, that's... 
you got the Boston Celtics teams and then LeBron in six well, straight finals look, once, once he gets there, obviously. But. Look, here's the thing. Le- LeBron, at, dude, to actually bring a championship home to Cleveland would be huge. Huge. Obviously, football rules a lot of things. We get all that. Uh, you're not sniffing a championship in football anytime soon, Cleveland. <laughs> so if, if you can enjoy, if for whatever reason the Cavaliers pull this off, major kudos. And again, I think they're in the finals. The question is what happens then? And you know, one of the topics du jour lately has been how do the Cavaliers handle a real challenge when, you know, when they get to the finals? Whether it's Oklahoma City, whether it's Golden State, how do they handle that team? That's the real question, right? Because, I, I mean, I think pretty people are pretty comfortable saying, you know what, <laughs> Cleveland's getting there. <laughs> Sorry, Toronto. Sorry. It's just, it's, it's done. <laughs> so let's go ahead and call our shots for Golden State. Just out of curiosity, Golden State and Oklahoma City. Go ahead, Mark. All right. Mark, what you got? Uh, I will say, I'm going to say Golden State in seven. You think he goes a full seven? Nice. I think he goes a full seven. All right. You want any meat with us, potatoes, or are you just sticking Golden State in seven? That's it. Um, I think that's you know it's just the Thunder are absolutely a quality team. That's you know I was excited for the series. I think everybody should you know should have been excited and hopefully are excited. I mean I know Golden State won Game Two handily, but you know that was that was kind of expected. Um, I think that's, you know, I mean, obviously it's enormous what, what happens, you know, right now as we go to, you know, go to OKC. I, I, mean, I think I was discussing with, with, uh, with Shannon earlier, hate, hate the scheduling. They drag these out so much. The next game isn't until Sunday night. I'll probably have this podcast out tomorrow, but the next game, you know, they played last on Wednesday, and now they're not going to get another game until Sunday. Just, just way too dragged out. It's silly, but whatever. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I, I think um, the Thunder will represent at home, um, and so yeah, I, I just I think we're gonna have a great, great battle the rest of the way. I'm excited to see, excited to see it. Westbrook is you know absolutely, um, you know, one of the biggest keys. You know, he, he can't have you know his terrible shooting nights. I mean, they they, they need him to be able to contribute some offense. It, it right. can't all be on on Durant. Uh, Stephen Adams is somebody who's really impressed me. And, uh, and a, a fun fact that, you know, I don't know if either of you may have seen, uh, it's kind of crazy, but so, you know, during one of the games last series, it's the Spurs, they popped up a stat, so, you know, obviously I think we all know he's from Australia, but he has uh, 18 siblings, I think, you know, both, Good you know, guys. God. And, yeah, huge family, 18 siblings, 17 of them. Do they have a show and, on TLC? <laughs> they probably should, <laughs> but, but 18 siblings, both, both men and women, 17 of the 18 siblings are six foot five or taller. Good gracious! Wow. By the way, man, uh, did you say Australia? Yes. And and, and like eighteen siblings, or he's one yes. of eighteen. I think eighteen other siblings. Yeah, somebody knows about uh, going down under. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy, but well said. But that's uh, apparently, apparently that's true on both ac- both counts. <laughs> A lot of <laughs> drilling going on down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking so, of drilling, so, uh, I <laughs> seventeen of them are like six foot five or taller. It's insane. That's crazy. There was some glory hole, and somebody definitely liked that. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Guess Good. they never pulled out. <sighs> God, they must be related to the Palins. <laughs> 
Sorry. Just don't know when to say when. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do anything for love, but they won't do that. Er, Pull out. That's right. (laughs) Could you imagine, Justin, that many kids? Oh, my God, no. 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 We're rolling up on two. All right, we're rolling up on two, bro. You know, my mother's one of seven, by the way. And that is unimaginable. To the, like, I can't even wrap my head around, like, seven. I'm one of three. My mother's one of seven. I just can't even imagine that, dude. No. 18? No. First of all, I'm 38. I, there's no way in hell... You know, unless I was, unless all of a sudden I was a polygamist and I had like a whole harem of wives, there's no way I'm making it to that number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's like no way, dude. No, no. That, that that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work for, you know, the woman's guts. <laughs> Let's put it politely. That's a lot of. That's a lot of work. <laughs> no, <laughs> and we're too late in the game for that. <laughs> no, man. No. I don't care how fast that little red Corvette is. I don't think so. Just say no. <laughs> well, clearly they didn't. No. Anyway, one of eight. One of nineteen or one of eighteen? I think one of nineteen. But oh my god. Ugh. Too much, man. Too much for me. That she's been pregnant almost two decades that's insane to imagine yeah that woman has had a baby in her stomach almost two decades she dreamed a dream of not being pregnant (laughs) i mean right Uh, you would think and that many i imagine a lot of pretty fucking large babies wait no Uh, no seriously the last the last pregnancy has to be boys to men worthy doesn't it It's like, okay, end of the road, man. We're done. <laughs> My uterus is retired. Seriously. It's over. <laughs> they are not fallopian tubes. They are fanopian tubes. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it, man. It's done. <laughs> right? Curtain call. Uh, yeah. It means multiple things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, curtain call. <laughs> I don't know how this this took this turn, but here we are. It's segment three, that's why. It is segment three. You you never quite know what you're going to end up with in segment three of the Sports Brew. So apparently, uh, was it Adams you were talking about? Yes. Yeah. There you go. End of the road. One of 19. Sweet baby Jesus. 17 of them 6'5 or taller. Oh, God. That's a big family, man. It's a big family. That's a big family, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I want me some glory. You like that? All right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let, let's tighten up. Yeah. <laughs> let's do our Kegels and tighten up, man. Where are we going? <laughs> do our Kegels and tighten up. <laughs> let's do our Kegels and tighten up, baby. Uh, yeah, there we go. Warriors and um, seven. It's going to be fun. All right, Warriors and seven. Shannon, what you got, man? Uh if the Thunder are going to win it, they have to win it in six. I just think that the Warriors are just going to just turn it up too much and just probably take it in six myself. 
So I'll take Golden State in six. Um. <laughs> After 19 kids, you're letting a lot hang out, that's for sure. When, when you have no Fs left to give no, there's, after your there, 19th kid. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how how many – you've tied all those up, man. They're done. That's over. Oh, no, I can't even imagine. Dude, I was good after two. Dude. God, what do you, what do you what, I mean, you, how do you bathe that many kids? You just have a kiddie pool? I don't even know I mean, how you how deal the hell with that. How do you have, like, a house for that many kids? I don't even know. I have no idea. Can you imagine having 19 marks running around? <laughs> oh. Christ almighty. That sounds amazing. Get off my lawn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody for real. Somebody needs to regulate. <laughs> there, there's a point in time, man. You regulate any stealing of his property, <laughs> Apparently they missed the last call and just kept going. Yeah. You know what they need? They need some help. <laughs> How do we go from Ja Rule to the Beatles? No. <laughs> Gangstar. <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway, okay, 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 okay. I guess that I guess that lady just wasn't able to shake him off. I don't oh know. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you really go there for that one? Oh, Lord MacGuffin. Dude, it would have been all right had she shook it off. That man needs to masturbate, bait, bait, bait. Crank it out. Crank it out. Crank it out. Crank it out? Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. So you're telling me that, that that guy needs to shake it off, crank it out, and just let it go? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Wait a second. Is that more like let it blow or let it go? Or are they one and the same? Uh, I would say one and the same. Okay. Anyway. Oh, my God. Sweet mother of mercy. What's happened on the sports brew, man? It's it's out of control at this point. <laughs> it is not in control. You said balls. Beautiful. <laughs> you said it yourself. <laughs> yes. Arnold, did they like discipline. <laughs> yeah. Don't be ridiculous. Well, you must be very proud of yourself. You like discipline. You son of a bitch. Stop it. Who is your daddy? And what does he do? Uh, apparently he has 19 kids. Whew. You can't say no. Neither can she. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Wasting your talent, Randy. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Anyway. Okay, Shannon, call your shots, man. Warriors and Thunder. Uh, I'll take Warriors and Six. I just, uh, uh, team-wise, they, 
were the best all season. Uh, I think they just kind of let game one get away from them. Rusty shooting down the stretch. All right. Uh, game two, they just blew the doors off. I think the Thunder may get one one at home, but I, I just see Golden State just cruising on to the finals. Is that how you want it? No. Um, but I think OKC just was just on a roll. And I think uh, Golden State had a little, I think it's only one more day, but I think the momentum for uh, OKC uh, after having beat San Antonio was really good. And then the game two just, just beat down City. I would like for it to be closer, but it's just tough to go against the Warriors. That's because they can uh, push that score higher, man. Yeah. You know, just ask Kirk Cousins. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, did I see it right? That uh, Didn't Steph Curry have, like, uh, some ridiculous, like, 15 or 17 points? I'm trying to find a thing. In, like, two minutes or, like, sub two minutes, he had some, like, crazy amount of points yeah, in game like two. That. Trying to find the actual thing. I'm 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 stuck in who wants to sex Matumbo land <laughs> with his who tweet. Wants who, wants to, who wants to tweet to Matumbo? Way to way to call the NBA draft lottery, bro. <laughs> nice job. Not that uh, it's rigged or no, 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 no. Of course not. I mean, what are the what's the likelihood that the draft lottery goes chalk? I mean, seriously, if you could have taken odds on that, Mark. I mean, seriously, that, yeah. that, no. that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Uh, let me see. Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry scored 15 points in 118 seconds. Sheesh. I mean, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Dropping daggers, man, and then then he stared down like the back of Serge Ibaka's head. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I'd love to see the Thunder really. Um, I'll be honest. I would love to see the Thunder get a ring. I would love to see the Thunder get a chip. I really would. Um, yeah, it's just really hard to take anybody against Golden State. I think the Cavaliers are going to have their hands full when it comes to Oklahoma City. Or Golden State. My lean is Golden State. If Oklahoma City balls up and balls hard, uh oh, you know what I mean. I I think they're capable. All right, I want you to understand that. I think Oklahoma City, the Thunder, are capable. Absolutely. Okay, they are absolutely capable if they ball up and ball hard. You said. Balls. All right, but my lean is Golden State. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to go seven. I don't know if I want to go as you know deep as Mark does. Manti Teo's girlfriend approves of that message. Um, I don't know if I want to go as deep as Mark's going to go. But look, my lean is Golden State. But I would love to see uh, the Thunder, you know, make a run. I think it would be a great story. I really do. Yeah. Um, particularly with with what that team went through, you know, uh, we've talked before about the whole Harden dynamic, and if their role players are ready, and the and the support is around Westbrook and Durant, and they're and they're playing strong basketball, 
uh, very capable. But I, I'm just hard pressed to see uh, Golden State not getting it done. And then at, at that point, if it's the Cavs versus the Warriors or the Cat, you know, uh, dude, that could be such a good finals. It really could be. Uh, when you look at the Cavaliers and you see how that team uh, is understanding their roles around, say, LeBron. I mean, because really he's the centerpiece. I mean, we know that. We understand that. But they, they seem to understand the deal. And I, I think winning helps people buy in. I know that sounds weird, but I think when, you're, when your team is winning, buying into your role is easier. Yeah. Right. If Absolutely. you if you've sold out for it and you have results, I think kind of going that way, it, it it just it just functions on a different level, right? Uh, and maybe that's where they're at. They've got their chemistry worked out. They have their game flow worked out. Um, you know, LeBron can do different things depending on the context of the game, the context of the opponent. And, you know, Kevin Love and all these other guys can kind of sort – Kyrie Irving, they can kind of sort this stuff out, right? And understand that their role on the team in context of a game to win. You know what I mean? This is not Kevin Love – uh, where was he? Minnesota? You know, it's, it's not the Timberwolves, dude. Right? It, it, it's, a, it's a whole different ball game, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, we'll see what it is. My, lean, my personal lean is Golden State. I'm okay either way. I like both teams. I think both teams give you a good storyline against the Cavaliers in the finals. I really do believe that. But uh, I'm just hard-pressed to see Golden State not getting it done. Uh, and they have a window of opportunity to not only be a great team for this year, uh, but to help cement their legacy. And you need a multi-year window to really do that, to make a stamp as far as being an all-time team. Uh, and if they want to put a stamp on this period of time, uh, Draymond Green and um, you know Clay Thompson and, and you know Steph Curry and, and all that crap, if they want to do that, um, then they have to finish. They have to finish because they have they have their work cut out for them to not just be like an all-time team for a season, but to be an all-time team for an era. And that's what Golden State is looking at. The Cavaliers, to me, are looking at this season. Golden State is looking at an era. So they, got, they have their work cut out. Anyway, there we go. Uh, all right, I tell you what, man, let's run through some topics, have a little fun, and then get the hell out of here, Okay. Where are we at on okay. time? One forty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's going to be wrap up o'clock. We're going to have some fun. Uh, Mark, I got to tell you what, man. I think we have to give a little, a little bit of love and a little bit of gloss to uh, Bartolo Colon. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. For crushing out the home run, and if we do that, that means we have to play this. It's a great guy to be around. For his first hit of the year, oh. he drives one deep left field. Back goes Upton, back near the wall. It's out of here. <laughs> Bartolo has done it. The impossible has happened. Loved that. By the way, that was one of my favorite moments of the last month, man. No joke, it was one of my favorite moments. 
Oh, absolutely. Mine too. What was great. I was actually, I was in an Uber on the way to a party uh, and I was just following the game. I saw uh, the best scored. So I checked the box score and I see Cologne home run. I'm like, wait a second, what? So, I mean, I'm <laughs> you know, fantastically confused. But then I start, you know, seeing some social media stuff that was just outstanding. All the things that blew up and came out of that. Um, uh, you may not have seen all of them. I think one of my favorite ones um, was an ex pitcher. I can't recall because you know, one thing that, that I didn't like came out of that, but I mean, it's, it's his own fault. Was uh, uh, James Shields, who gave up the home run, was pretty salty in his post game presser. And I, I understand he's not going to be celebrating, but I think it's one of those things you just kind of have to own. I mean, it, it happened. Life will go on. You might get rash for it for a bit, but I mean, again, life goes on. So just, you know. Take it and, and, and get over it. But, you know, somebody asked him what, what pitch, pitch he threw, and he just really quickly said fastball. And so I tried to ask a follow up question. He said, Next question, bro. <laughs> just would not talk about it. Nice. Oh, was he, was he sucking on some chocolate salty balls? <laughs> yeah, say so. Was somebody was butt hurt? But butt hurt express. But uh, anyway, you, everybody's seen it. There's a lot of great social media reaction, but uh, I didn't, I honestly, I didn't get home to actually see it until. Yeah, maybe one thirty two a.m. Uh, the next day, but uh, hey, that was that was so much fun. Bartolo is seemed like such a likable player, and uh, I think uh, yeah, that was honestly that was probably my favorite moment from last month. Nice, that's Justin. Good. Did you get that reference? Which one? The chocolate salty balls. Uh, you are, are you asking me to play that for you? Yeah. You said balls. Does that make you feel better? Oh no! I'm talking about Chef from South Park. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have Chef queued up. You don't have chocolate salty balls in your playlist. No, uh, I don't. Sorry, I've got a lot of things. Two chicks at the same time, man. Hey, where are the white women at? You said <laughs> balls, but I didn't have chocolate salty balls. All right, but I'll, I'll look it up for you. Because clearly, Man, I, I know you got a lot of stuff, so I, I figured I would at least ask. Yeah, I do. This is your fault, MacGuffin. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Stick it all in a bowl, baby. Mix yeah. in a cup of flour. You'll be in heaven soon. Sounds kind of dirty, huh? Say, everybody haven't seen my balls. They're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. Ooh, suck on my chocolate salted balls. <laughs> stick them in your mouth and suck them. <laughs> suck on my chocolate salted balls. So this segment called Suckle My Balls is brought to you by Shannon McGuffin, a.k.a. the Twitter Terminator. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am so, so sorry. No, he's not. Uh, by the way, Shannon, um, before I forget, you did a little guest spot on another podcast, man. I did. Another show. Uh, Tell us about that, man. Diana does one with her friend Robert, who's from England. Random as hell. Uh, yeah. He, dude, 
Let me tell you something. He broke off a paragraph of swear <laughs> words that I had never heard in my life, and it was like the most awesome thing ever. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Dude, phenomenal. That must have been a hell... Given the potty mouse that we can... Now, granted, we, we try to be semi-behaved on the podcast. Semi. Ah! Hey, look. I'm very, very sorry. I really am. No, Sincerely, believe me. I am. We could say far worse things. All right, we just played chocolate salty balls, and that that's on the fringe of the episode, right? <laughs> uh, but hey, hey, Mark, I know you have an affinity for you know British swearing. <laughs> and, oh, it was phenomenal. And if we terms, ever talk right? about Liverpool, we should have him on. That's his team, but uh, they do a thing called Radio R the. At sign for the A and then DIO podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess I did a guest spot on there. Uh, we talked about Rio and how crappy everything's looking at this point. <laughs> um, the water is toxic. Um, hey man, it's just Zika virus. Come on. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's bad. No big it's deal. Real bad. I mean they had a 150 foot section of the bike uh, thing that collapsed. Uh, because of oh, waves. <laughs> That's not good, uh, man. The president's about to get fired. Um, yeah, it's it, it's phenomenal. The Olympics are going to be awesome. <laughs> well, it's a little bit late to go ludicrous and tell them to move, bitch. Right? <laughs> a little late. A little late. I think that ship has sailed. That's funny you said that. Oh, yeah? You played that song because they have this thing. It's called, at the end of their segments, they do a moving on during a commercial or whatever. I was like, y'all could play like Ludacris for like that one time. Does he know who Ludacris is? Uh, she does. I don't know she, if he does. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, she does. But does he? I do not know. I did not ask. You need to introduce him. Because he needs the outro to this. If he's got a moving on segment, no. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He needs right. this. He needs this in his life. Your, your sports brew brother duty this week is to introduce him to Ludacris. Move, bitch. Okay? I'm just letting you know. I will do it. Okay. And I do want it that way. That's not a lie. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> Alright. And I'm only playing this because I borrowed that gas mask bong from uh, Tunsil. Roll another blunt. I'm kidding about that. By the way. <laughs> anyway. I have no idea where we're going now. I got derailed thinking about your British friend. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Mark, what the hell's up with Matt Harvey getting booed, dude? He's struggling. I mean, hey, he's New York's not a place that you're going to be, you know, have a lot of a lot of friends if you're uh, struggling bad. I mean, he's not just struggling a little bit. He's struggling a lot. It happens. I, you know, I, I, I don't know if there's a hidden injury or, or what exactly, but he's been off. I mean, he's creeping up on a like a six ERA, dude. And he got knocked around for 
seven, eight runs tonight, and and so you're you're gonna or quickly, you know, he's out being pulled in the third inning, which is not what a starter, especially not one who's considered elite, is supposed to have happen. So you know, I I, I get it. I Apparently, mean, he needs to hang out with the Russians from Sochi. He may. <laughs> dude, by the way, that rushing doping scandal in Sochi, that's legit, dude. There's going to be some ugliness coming out of that. Oh, there's going to be a lot of people that yeah. are going to be, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, if you haven't read about it, the allegations about doping at the Sochi 2014 Winter Olympics, fascinating. Awful, awful, but fascinating. Check that out. I think that is going to blow up, and that is going to be ridiculously awful and ugly. And there are going to be some people that are related to that event that wish, that wish they were on a boat. If you missed it, man, I love the Lonely Island and the Roots. On Jimmy Fallon. Great. Yeah. Anyway. This was the night of randomness. I didn't know where we were going to go. But you should totally be like 76ers fans and trust the process. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> By the way, Mark, NBA Draft Lottery. Let's, let's tie that back around. What the hell, dude? To go full chalk on a draft lottery... What kind of crap is that? Yeah, pretty boring. But how weird is that, man? Uh, we have the frozen envelope. Look, even Patrick Ewing thought that was weird, right? <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo. Not in my house. <laughs> Who wants to sex Mutombo? <laughs> I don't know. So strange, man. So strange. All right, I'll tell you what, man. Let's go over a couple of favorite things of the past month, and we'll get out of here. Obviously, we have the whole uh, Batista Odor bench-clearing brawl. Uh, Mark, I'll give you a moment here. Uh, what's up with this whole Joey Bats Odor throwdown, man? <laughs> uh, I can say pretty quickly, man. My, my thoughts are is a pretty lame uh, decision to to do it the way that the Rangers did. I mean. I think well, there's we could have a we could easily and anybody you know who cares about baseball could easily have lengthy discussions about the quote unquote unwritten rules of baseball and you know sometimes they're you know things that make sense and sometimes they're just comically stupid things and the retaliation is one that's just always going to happen for certain things but I, the, the the theory of why they're doing or not the theory I mean the reason they're doing this one is retaliation over Joey Bat's bat flip in the playoffs last year after his monster home run but. A, I'd say that's idiotic because I think all of us, when we talked about it, we love the bat flip. I understand if any of us were direct Rangers fans, maybe we'd feel differently. But you know what? The Rangers had three errors that inning that caused everything to spiral out of control and caused them to lose that game. So who do they have to blame for errors but themselves? Kind of idiotic to begin with. Uh, B, the way they did the retaliation, which was wait until the end of the series and then bring in a reliever like the eighth inning, you know, to, to, to beam him. That's just idiotic. But you knew once that happened, that probably wasn't the end of it. And sure enough, it wasn't. Um, so I think a poor, poor decision by the manager, poor decision for whoever pulled that string to make that happen um, at that point, the way they went about it. But 
Um, <laughs> just in terms of, you know, it happened, sports fandom observation. I mean, it was a hell of a right cross. Um, Joey Bats has a, a strong chin. He didn't go down. No, he didn't. But, but Good on uh, him, by the way. Good on yeah. him. Good on him for that. Um, his, it, I tell you it, what, his head's almost as strong as that high school football player that in that yearbook photo. Uh, <laughs> his head's almost as strong. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, not nice. Yeah, it was all so stupid. That I guess that was, let it hang. Let it hang. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go like shake yeah, it no off. Or, yeah, thanks, Jim. <laughs> I appreciate that. The it, it, end result, eight-game suspension. Sounds about right for Odor. One-game suspension for Bautista. I personally said that, you know, there really wasn't a reason or need to suspend Bautista, but eh, right. one game. That's fine. I don't know. My favorite thing about it has been all of the memes and pictures that oh, have come of out of that. Internet come, comes up yeah. to the plate. Oh, well, of of course they steps do. Steps up to the plate does does well. Of, co- of course the internet does, man. Of course the internet does. They did better on that than they did on the whole Blake Lively thing. <laughs> yeah. How do you, I, I, I like on. how Sir Mixlot had to get in on that, by the way. Anyway, that, that's a really stupid aside. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like a Blake Lively person, but uh, the Instagram picture of her with her rather shapely derriere, uh, L.A. face with an Oakland booty. Dear God, people, can you listen to some music and cue up some classics? Seriously. Just letting you know. Clearly, there's a lot of demarcation. What do we, where people just don't get the reference, man? Let it go. Yeah. Yes. People are way, way too sensitive. Way too sensitive, and you missed the joke. You missed the reference. You're the sucker. By too the sensitive way, or too stupid. One or the other. Well, I mean, you know, Both. if they haven't been exposed, I can't necessarily blame them. But once Sir Mixalot gets into the conversation and says, "Hey." <laughs> Once Sir Mix-a-Lot weighs in, hey, baby got back, right? Uh, you should l- listen to Sir Mix-a-Lot and then go listen to the song. And then get the yeah. hell off of Blake Lively's ass. Well, it, it's a big ass in the picture, I understand. But, you know, get off of that, man. <laughs> Y'all are being ridiculous, dude. Yeah, Deadpool says get off that. Yeah, take a joke, man. Take a joke. It's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to go butthurt alert on everything. It's all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Mark. Um, no, you just ended up there. Uh, uh, people love to just be. Everybody loves to be angry about something, and uh, it's, it's it's just sad and obnoxious. Uh, so, hey, what do you say about that? Did, did Peter Griffin care about that controversy? This is awesome. <laughs> Where do you get off? Are you saying I asked for this to happen? This is crazy. Boy, this is really going to upset my evil brother, Thaddeus. There we go. Oh, you are so ready. I love you, filthy hobo. (laughs) If you have sex, your penis will fall off and land in another dimension populated entirely by dogs who will eat it. What in the hell? Wow! Didn't know that soundbite was in there. I just asked him if he cared. Or not. <laughs> I didn't, didn't ask him. You I didn't, didn't know if that was going to You didn't happen. know it was going to go that direction? Man. That was... Peter, uh, Peter Griffin was all over the map there. I'm telling you, you got to look out. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? I could not fit one more thing inside of me. <laughs> Great ass! <laughs> 
Well, oh, then. Oh, goodness. Who does that? Who has time? That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Cheap humor, man. I don't know where who does that, who has time is, but... In my opinion, that sucked. Whoa, don't hate, man. Thanks. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? Frisky, are we? Did the one to tell you that? Yes. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> <laughs> tell me that. Nice burp there, Captain. I, know, I did that on purpose, man. <laughs> anyway. Joey that Bat's not in the wrong, man. Adore, dude. Dude, uh, like, I swear, like, uh, Odor, that, that, you know what? I would have loved if there was, like, Game of Thrones coverage of that, and they could have been like, Odor, Odor, Odor. <laughs> <laughs> I would have really enjoyed it. Oh, that's so dumb. Sorry. Joey, Joey Bass was in the wrong for, he, he went, when he went in a second, he slid way too late. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's, he was wrong for that, um, but. Uh, They're carrying yeah, some uh, hate. Well, right across. Dude, that that was that was a good hit. Uh, I was watching. I don't know. I don't remember if it was Sports Center or what, but they had a boxing analyst on talking about the hit, and they were like, "No, he has good form. He has really good form." <laughs> and a uh, dude can take a hit. That was the end result. Is Odor has really good form? Other than his, I think his elbow was a little bit high, but he had good form, good follow through, um, and that uh, uh, Joy Bats can take a hit. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe uh, if Conor McGregor keeps on like being crazy and staying away from uh, UFC fights, maybe you can start filling in for him. Hey, you never know. You never know. Uh, incidentally, I love the fact that someone turned Bartolo Colon's home run into a thirty for thirty trailer. That freaking brilliant! Yeah. Absolutely freaking brilliant! I thought that was a win. Um, much more of a win than the Mets fan that got a Bartolo Colon tattoo. To commemorate, <laughs> to commemorate the home I, run. I don't know about us, that. None of us will ever do that. Nor, well, hopefully, none of us will ever do that. No. But you know what? Yeah, I and I think the rest of us should, you know, applaud him. He, he, at least he can't throw on a bet or on a, on a I guess, a longstanding uh, dare. I guess you better say he did. Um, um, he, I, I, I certainly never in my lifetime thought I'd see a Bartolo Colon home run. No. So uh, I, I <laughs> yeah. Also, major kudos to the uh, the Birmingham Mets. No, excuse me, the Binghamton. I said Birmingham. The Binghamton Mets. They're having like a contest. They have open voting. Uh, Bodie McBoatface is not one of the names. The Binghamton McBoatfaces would be pretty sweet. I'll admit. Uh, but one of the names that's in there, I think it is the Stud Muffins. Dude, <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> so they've got the timber jockeys, the bullhead catfishes, the gobblers, and the stud muffins. I'd actually vote for the stud muffins. Dude, I think that's hilarious. Binghamton, if you're listening, if you give a crap about the sports brew's opinion, which you don't, not to my house, stud muffins. Go that way. Word of advice. You will sell a lot of gear. You will sell a lot of gear. Yep. <laughs> and you don't even need to like dope like they did in Sochi. You're going to be good. <laughs> Just letting you know, man. That's what's up. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right. I know it's so random, dude. I totally it, it, Shania Twain is Jay Moore's fault. I heard him play some Shania Twain, and I was dying. I was like, I gotta do that. I I gotta crank up Shania. So you can blame Jay Moore. It's I his. Will. It, it's his fault. You should text him. Challenge him to a kid. No, he's uh he's sober these days. He doesn't drink. I don't think he does true. anything. But uh, challenge him to a case race of I don't know energy drinks. Why not? Let's see what I can do. Yeah, you should do it. So, <laughs> anyway, other favorite things uh, from the NFL draft. I loved Kevin Falk. I'm gonna admit this to you, uh, Lindy. This is probably dedicated to you. Uh, but I love Kevin Falk wearing a Tom Brady jersey to the draft and announcing their pick. I thought that that was hilarious. <laughs> that was really funny. <clears throat> Kudos to Kevin Falk for that. That took some stones. <laughs> Not only having it, but to announce the pick, the New England Patriots and Tom Brady select, that nice. took stones. That was funny. That was funny. Uh, also really awesome that someone started a GoFundMe account to help the victims drafted by the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> also funny. Okay. Other randomness that I'll just share with you uh, in case you missed it. Obviously, we've talked about Cam Newton. We've talked about dabbing. Let me tell you what. Uh, I work at a school. I won't mention what school uh, on the podcast, but the students love, love, love dabbing. I didn't realize how much students love dabbing until I was working at a school. They love dabbing. It is ridiculous. They probably go to the bathroom and dab on their way out. Okay? That just sounds nasty. I'm just telling you. They love dabbing. There's no doubt. It's their deal. Okay? So some celebrities were in jeopardy, and they were they were essentially stumped by this question. This is sad. Just the facts for 600. The Carolina Panther, who was the first NFL rookie to pass for over 4,000 yards. That's sports. Mm. We don't do sports. Yeah, we don't do sports. Yeah, can we? Yeah. Can we have a? Yeah. Yeah. Then I will help you. It's Cam Newton. There you go. Of course. Yeah, we knew that. Cam. But we knew yeah. that. No. Yeah. All right, man. They totally like fail trained on that. Anywho, other than it was really fantastic. Denver and Indianapolis. There were two breweries. They created a Peyton Manning themed beer called Oatmaha. Nice. Yes. That I was, that I thought it was that was good. I'm a fan of that. So, Bartolo Colon, his home run, fantastic. The football player with his the, t- the tip of his, you know, glons in the yearbook photo, not fantastic. Don't do that, kids. Nope. Don't do that. It's not a good <laughs> idea. 69 counts. I mean, I know, I know everything got dropped, which is really the right thing, believe me. But to have, like, 69 counts against him, yeah, not good. That was really funny. Um, other thing, Mark, I don't know if you saw this. There's a golfer that's nicknamed Beef. Did you see this guy? <laughs> Somebody had a lot of noise. Um, he, has a, he has a train coming. He does have a train yeah, coming. I was trying to mute for a second. With the God, train I appreciate with that. that. There's no, a golfer nicknamed Beef. And he no, gave uh-huh. it. Did you see this dude? Uh-huh. Andrew Johnson, 27 years old, uh, English professional golfer. And everybody calls this dude Beef. So he won his first European tour event, and he. this was his line. I can't wait to get back to North Mid, get hammered, and see my mom. 
What does it mean for the family and your friends back home? I'm sure they're going absolutely ballistic right now. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to North Mid and yeah, get hammered and see my mum, brother, and spend time with them and just celebrate. I like it when somebody's that honest. Like I'm just good, and his name's Beef. Right. I, I love the fact this dude goes by Beef, and he's just gonna go home and get hammered. Beef. It's what's for dinner. That's probably what his girlfriend says, right? <laughs> anyway, that's terrible. Oh, and Bodie McBoatface, dude, dude. The internet won that, and then they sabotaged it. Bodie McBoatface, one of my favorite things in the last month. I know they didn't actually name the boat Boat and McBoatface. For anybody that missed it, they're going to take one of their little search vessels and oh, whatever diving subs or whatever it is. They're going to name it Bodie, which I'm glad they're doing that. But Boat nice. and McBoatface, that was funny. <laughs> that was fantastic. I was an absolute fan of that. My other favorite thing of the past month uh, is probably the guy that live tweeted his first ever hockey game. Mark, I know you were all over this. This was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Tony X at Soul City. And this dude starts watching um, a blues game, and he's all about it. I think my favorite line is like this particular quote from him. White people have been hiding hockey from us for years, bruh. This ish is lit. (laughs) I thought it was great. If you haven't read it, look up Tony X at Soul City live tweeting his first hockey game. It was great. This dude has like three teeth left. It's just all good, man. WTF is a power play. (laughs) But I mean, like hockey's confusing. If you've never watched hockey and you've never seen it, the first time you watch a game, it's confusing. I mean, it really is. I like this guy. It's like, honestly, why wouldn't the whole team just stand in front of the net for the last minute? Like, the, 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 it was great. It was great seeing this thing. And the St. Saint, Saint Louis Blues, man, kudos to them for this one. They, uh, he got so much traction with his tweets um, that the St. Louis Blues ended up reaching out to that guy and getting him tickets for game three. thought that was, nice. that, that was phenomenal. Yeah. That's so. Great. That was hilarious. Bodie McBoatface was hilarious. Twitter hockey guy was really funny. And obviously the death of Prince was unfortunate. Painkillers, man. They get a lot of people. And uh, the Washington Capitals taking a dump on the ice. Sorry, Mark. Favorite moments or worst moments? And let's get out of here, man. Uh, Mark, what you got for me? Um, stick with yeah, Bartolo Zermaron, and then a few days later, Thor... Old Norse Syndergaard hitting two in a game. Didn't he, four, didn't four, he walk four. around in like Manhattan actually dressed as Thor? He very well may have. I'm not sure. He's got a great sense of humor. He's a tough SOB. He doesn't take any crap. And uh, I'm an enormous fan. He's he's going to be a lot of fun for the Mets for a long time. So, and certainly with with Harvey Harvey struggling, the Grom hasn't quite found his groove yet. Uh, we need someone like. Thor. I mean, he's he's basically the he's well, basically he has been the the strongest pitcher for the Mets so far uh, this season. Uh, so uh, anyway, him him getting two home runs and four RBIs a couple days later was pretty ridiculous. Uh, Mets scored four runs in the game and they were all from him on two home runs. So uh, Mets Mets pitchers throwing showing power. Uh, definitely some of the most entertaining stuff uh, 
from this past month, and uh, eh, we got a lot of great basketball uh, coming to come the rest of the month. So I'm extremely excited to see uh, what happens between the Warriors and Thunder, and then whoever's going to face off against the Cavs. Legit, and I did find it. He did dress up as Thor. Nice. I go out in Manhattan. I sent it to you in the sports brew chat. Very nice. Um, I want to give a tip at the cap to a Canadian runner. I know this is like super random, guys. Jim Finlayson. All right, there's a thing called a beer mile. Shannon, have have you ever done a beer mile? I've heard of the beer mile, heard of it. but I haven't done right. one. So, Mark, uh, I'm afraid that you and I are fat enough. We probably can't do not only a mile, but a beer mile. I don't think that's happening. But anyway, this dude has done the regular beer mile by doing four beers over four laps in five minutes. Pretty beast. This dude, Jim Finlayson. Canadian drank eight beers while doing eight laps to finish two miles in right around 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Wow. It's, it's hard enough to run two miles in 1140, but to drink eight beers while you do it and not puke, dude, tip it a cap to that guy. Uh, quite. Yeah. Tip it a cap to that dude. There you go. That, that was one of my, uh, Favorite moments because because it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and rest in peace, Prince. Man, that's still weird. That is weird. Absolutely. I still can't believe that dude's dead. And you, Mr. McGuffin. Shannon, what you got? To say that my highlight of the month was going to see Kevin Smith with nice. the Captain. That, that was, was awesome. fun, dude. That was super fun. And, super fun. Uh, probably the low is uh, just Prince passing away. That sucked. So strange. Is that it? Are we done? That's, that's it, man. I'm I'm out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good, man. We'll go out on a uh, on a little prince. Other than Mark, who's too young to remember this song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened? Uh oh, Peach. Uh oh. That's right. What happened, man? Oh, Winamp, you got an F. There we go. We'll party like it's 1999. I feel like I partied like it's 1999. Two o'clock in the morning, a little saucy, a little fun, not bad. Covered some football, covered some basketball, caught our shots, and talked about randomness. Believe me, we left a lot of randomness on the table. Maple match? The dating site that hooks up Trump-hating Americans with Canadians? That's pretty awesome. Budweiser? Renaming their beer America for the summer? That's weird. You get an F. I don't like that. One of my favorite stories, though? How about this? The promise of free beer leads to the recovery of a stolen truck. You like that? That's actually from Richmond, man. Growlers to go? Somebody stole the truck. Growlers to go. Yeah, somebody stole that thing, man. License plates, though, they're uh, custom. Growler to go. What are you going to do? People are going to figure that out. Got home safe. I love the fact they offered part of their reward, free beer. And then the nice. Virginia ABC ABC board, because they're party poopers, said, you can't give away beer <laughs> for that. But I, I, I guarantee you they're going to hook those people up. Oh, um, yeah. But look, we're going to take a little piece of advice from a 109-year-old woman in Britain. Grace Jones celebrated her 109th birthday last week 
and she got a birthday card. That's pretty awesome from Queen Elizabeth. All right. Wow. A reporter asked her what her secret to long life is. You know what she said? What? I have a little drop of whiskey every night. <laughs> so from us to you, <laughs> tip of the cap and salute. Gentlemen, I'm due for my whiskey. <laughs> and I'm due for some sleep. So pardon the delay but from last podcast to this podcast. Life has actually been super busy. I'm hoping that we can crush one more out before this baby is here. Because <laughs> when baby two is here, I have no idea what my day is going to be like, man. <laughs> All I know is that, you know, Ted Cruz doesn't know what the hell a basketball hoop is. Basketball <laughs> ring. F. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the Cavs versus the West. Other than that, bro, I'm just chilling. Although we can probably ride in Whitfield. To become the second oh, wow. man well so in the United just, States to, re- to receive a penis implant. Oh, gosh. <laughs> or transplant. Is that mean of me to say? I, I wonder if somebody loses their penis, they would go to Double Dong and ask him to for one. He's got two. He's got two. Dude, he can split the difference. Literally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry, Whitfield. That was a low blow. Technically, that's true, too. Anyway, kudos to the man who receives the first penis transplant in the United States. That's insane. That's insane. And no, it wasn't donated by Caitlyn Jenner. He had penile cancer. And he's like, totally like, yeah, dude. I'm going to read this to you. And I've been drinking, so this is going to be hard. Wait a second. Is that what she said? Yeah. Thomas Manning, age 64, recovering after a 15-hour procedure performed by a team of over, look, not one, not five, not ten, 50 surgeons, doctors, and nurses. That was his team. The doctors, this is what this is known as. It's a (laughs) gentaturinary vascularized composite allograft. I want you to know that's really difficult to say right now. And hopefully I pronounced that correctly. I'm going gentaturinary, but maybe it's... No, we're going to go with that. <laughs> a vascularized composite allograft. That's, that's tough. That's tricky. It involves surgically grafting the complex microscopic vascular and neural structures of a donor organ onto the, com- the comparable structures of the recipient. But no, he's wearing it, man. <laughs> Not just the penis. He's totally championing this thing. I can't imagine what it li- what it's like to go through penile cancer. That sounds awful. <coughs> that sounds awful, right? Yeah. So Thomas Manning, good for you. I hope it's functional. I hope it works. He's got to take anti-rejection drugs, I would imagine, for the rest of his life. Uh, but that's really fascinating. We now... <laughs> there's a dick transplant, man. That's crazy. That's nuts, right? Yeah. That's nuts. Shannon, Yeah. you know, if we're talking about that, we got to do it. This, my friend, is for you. You said balls. <laughs> and on that note, I think we need to get out of here. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Really? Oh, you were finished? Yes, we were finished. How would you know that? Because. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what? Such violence, Sam. Chill out, man. Chill out. <laughs> there you go. That's better. Uh, I tell you what, man, let's get out of here. We got a little sloppy jalopy at the end. It's probably my fault. My apologies. Uh, but, hey, it's been a while since we've done this, and uh, 
add several beers and a mixed drink. So this is what you get. It's what you got. That's what it is, man. Chewbacca. From all of us to all of you, have a <laughs> enjoy your weekend. Have a great night. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side. Uh, we are the Sports Brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Bredalos, Funnel Cake, and any other number of sites, Google Play, Spark Sports, Keywords, Sports, and Brew. That's all you got to look at, man. We know you love both things. We know you love beer, er, brew, and we know you love sports. You can find us. That's how you do it. Uh, you can stream it. You can download it. Whatever, man. If you enjoy it, a couple of laughs, dude, share it. Have some fun. Let us know, dude. Uh, anyway, until next time, we will catch you on the flip side. Again, we're the Sports Brew. Peace out, y'all. Woo! Yeah. Nice that, folks. There it is. Thanks, Whitfield. Quit your jibba jabba. There it is. Good night, fellas. Good night, fellas. Late. Late. Bye. <laughs>